Kyle's one of my mods too. Okay. And he sent me a photo of a woman. Um, and I put it as my wallpaper. I'm like, who is this? Like, why have you done this? And he just said, take a good look at it. Who is it? And I, I look at it really hard and it clicks in my brain that it is a female that me and him know because we're both from brisbane um and she's now a porn star and the fact that i remembered her face and that she's a porn star didn't sit well with the chat too much um put you full screen here I'll, I'll try not to yell much eh, it's up to you <laughs> i don't mind it one bit guys <laughs> here he is mr crewy tv holy cow Hello. what a how day oh crewy how are you doing how are you doing today living the dream mate yeah? i'm nervous as hell what can you okay i'm already sweating i've been on call for like 30 seconds and i'm already sweating <laughs> I will. I'm. I'm not gonna be a lie. I. I did see you around. I saw you on Meg's stream. I'm not gonna lie that I don't. I'm not. I don't I got eyes. I bounced around a little bit. I bounced yeah. around beforehand. How? Why? Why is it so? If I may ask, I, I have some answers. I have some theories. But why are you so nervous, my man? I don't know. I've never really talked about myself in this much depth, mm-hmm. ever. So mm-hmm. it's. It'll be an interesting experience. It's gonna go by. Like, a, like, I feel like I'm a nurse telling a kid, like, you're going to get a flu shot. <laughs> it'll be and, uh, it'll, it'll be, be over soon. It'll be. <laughs> sometimes it's painful. Sometimes. Sometimes. But, you know, it's a mix of everything. But, yeah, dude. It'll be good. It'll be good. What have you done today? How was your day today? Um, Good. I woke up, went to the gym, went to work for a bit, and then uh, skated home. And now we're here. Had a nice burger for lunch. It was Ooh, Nice. In terms of gym, arm, leg, what are we talking today? It was chest and tries day. Yes, of course. Yeah, you know chest what, guys? I don't think he had chest scheduled for today. I think he knew that he was going to be on the show. He's I like, had to. I'm, you know, I could it, tell. Holy. You just got to do what you need to do. You know? You're just looking more massive than before. <laughs> I, I swear you're looking more, uh, much more massive than before. But, Mr. Crow. I'm wearing a big shirt. I should have worn, like, something skin tight for you. Oh, my God. Is it for me or is it for the people watching? You tell me. All right, Mr. This just man you, is. You, you. Get out of town. Don't try to seduce <laughs> me, sexy Harry Potter. All right. Don't even try this. Li- we both. Oh. I don't got insurance on my PC. I don't got water damage insurance for my PC, my man. So you're going to have to wear a turtleneck, damn it. This is just too much. Oh, God damn. I can, I can gas you up like that. It's just, see, it's such a, it's off the top. I appreciate it, dude. I appreciate of course, it. Of course. But dude, holy cow! I'm I'm flattered that you came on here, Crewy. Like I don't remember. I don't think you remember. Did you remember back in the day when I followed you in terms of my old username? What, was it Mums for Christ? It was a hundred percent. Yeah, I, I remember it because you came in and I'm yeah. just like, wow, you raided me, and I'm just like, wow, I, am I allowed to swear? Mums uh, for Christ just raided me. Am I 100%. am I supposed to be like a Christian channel now? Not you know. And the thing is, but, uh, even before that raid, I had followed you, and it, there was something so. It, I don't know what it was. I came on your stream. You were so nice, but you had like an edge to you. You were yelling at some woman. I can't even remember the woman uh, yep. because she That's was good. making fun of your height. And we'll get Sounds on that. Right. We'll talk about that later tonight. All right. Uh, yep. <laughs> there'll be plenty of material for that. But I just remember I was like, holy cow, this guy's such a vibe. This is, again, one of the first one of the first channels I followed. 
And then Aww. look at us now, literally like six months, seven now. months. Who'd have thought? Not me. Much more, Jack. I mean, you know, I don't know what you, you've been <laughs> on to bigger and better things. I mean, I just got started here. So we, we got a lot to talk about tonight. Mm. Um, so I like to like to kind of set the tone and tell the guests. Well, I gave them how I met you, but how you got on the show was, of course, a ton of people were recommending you behind the scenes. But really? I of course you oh get out of here crew i'm not gonna get i'm not gonna pander that much you know that you should know that at least so many people were like you gotta have james you gotta have crew you got first of all i didn't even know your name was james so i was like who the hell what are you talking about who's this james guy can we yeah who is this james like please no honestly it's gonna be a lot of fun and then the part was uh i don't think you remember this crewy because you should check your dms in discord i had invited you months ago you you did you don't know walled me you did not give me the time you yeah go ahead go ahead go ahead go ahead what is that what is that not a single response i apologize no 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 that was was what uh he saw an asian man he's like okay i don't need what was this guy what is he what is he (laughs) he's canceled guys this was a setup the whole time no done god damn it (laughs) but i like i never took offense i get you're busy it's also like i think you were um i think you were you were streaming at the same time which is you you taught me something i was like all right let's let's do it at appropriate times then again your time zones are a little different but then you uh what is it you you mentioned on your stream that you were down and then i i remember going into your dms again and i was like do i want to double message this guy it's gonna make me feel like i'm hitting up like an ex really keen well, then it worked out on Twitter. You say so many nice things, out. man. You're so professional. And I got a lot of questions about your job. History. What? I honestly do think this show has the legs to go a very, very long way on the platform. 100%. That's way too, <laughs> too flattering. I, I, I appreciate that, man. I really do. Like, uh, I feel like what we do here is pretty special. And I've, I, especially mm-hmm. with, with uh, the content creators that want to share their story. I think that's a big part of it. Um, not just being mm-hmm. able to you know, talk about Twitch and, you know, have your community ask you, you know, fun and whatever weird questions that they have been wanting <laughs> in their mind that they're too scared to say in your chat so they could do it anonymously here. <laughs> but there's no, some- a big part of a big part of any show is the host. So you can't you can't sell yourself short. I it, I don't think it's selling short. It's just purely like I like I, I, I humbling like I, I, I'm thankful for that. Like I really appreciate the compliments, whether it be in the DMs there or, or here, but like it's in order for this to work, like streaming to work, everyone talks about like the community and that's a very big part. Yeah, That's yeah. a huge part. Yeah. That's undeniable. But Shit. when you do a show like this, you're also at the mercy of the guest. And to have so many people sure. willing to do this show, willing to share this story, willing to share their time is huge. That's more than I can ask for. Um, so, you know, tonight it's about you. Tonight, the spotlight's on you. Good luck, man. I, I crew, you're going you're gonna to kill it. But I hope so. Jesus. Let's start from the top, my man. Let's start from okay. the top where it all begins. Uh, we're talking about your streamer life. Um, before we even okay. get into you streaming, how long have you had your Twitch account in general? This account since like, I think it was about June 2018 or sometime around then. But I've been on the platform since about 2012. Whoa, okay. I remember making an account to watch Tobuscus streams back in 2012. Mm-hmm. And that was still Justin TV at that point, I think. Yep. 
What are we allowed to know that username? I think it was just um, it's crewy with a three instead of an E. So then, what made you change it? Um, well, I I got rid of Twitch for a very long time, and I was just sort of like uh, I didn't even have an account for a long time. I watched a lot of streams, especially like Death Ridge Craft, like a Minecraft streamer back mm -hmm. in the day. Mm -hmm. um, and then when I wanted to, when I made this account, I started off with the name um, Ozanite because I had this theory that people with with three syllable names um, did really well because a lot of the people that I watched had three syllables in their name. So I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll make a name with three syllables. And then it went from Ozanite to No Better because I was playing Fortnite a lot and I wanted to look like a tryhard. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then to Krui to make it more like personal. Wait, but Krui TV has four. I, I ditched the three syllables after Oz and I. Okay. I realized it doesn't really make it doesn't make any difference. It doesn't make any difference. I for I think it's the spellability is where you you'll succeed the yeah, most. If it's catchy yeah. and you can spell it easy, you're good. You're good catchy. to go. It has to be catchy. Yeah. But <laughs> I literally had to do like the children's the way you're taught as a child where you clap it off and every beat is a syllable. <laughs> yeah. That's that's where yeah. we're at in life. That's where we're at the in life. Stuff. So you, you joined in 2012, you made a new one in 2018. When did you start mm -hmm. streaming? So I did a few streams um, in like June, July of 2018. And then I had some issues come up, so I couldn't stream. Um, and then I went to PAX 2018, the first PAX I ever went to. And then after that, I said to myself, like, yeah, I'm actually going to do this. This is what I want to do. Wait, so you're telling me after PAX is what you really invested towards content creation and streaming? Yeah, so PAX 2018 was a big turning point. I saw the community um, for the first time and just where it could go. And I'm just like, yep, yeah, no, I'm just going to do this. When you say the community, you're talking about your specific channel, correct? No, no. Oh, just you, just the, 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 the amount of people at the PAX convention. And oh. then everyone was going to see their favorite creators. Yeah. Um, people were hanging out afterwards. They were friends. We were meeting people. Everyone was great. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I want to be a part of this. That's so sure. awesome. So prior to that PAX event then, were you more of just casual streamer? Were you even affiliate at the time? What, where were you in your, your yeah, channel? Yeah, so I, I believe I was just affiliate before PAX, um, but I was mainly focused. I wanted to be a YouTuber. Mm. That was my main thing. But once I saw how Twitch functioned and the community and the culture of it all, I, I, I changed to streaming. Wow. Okay. So you went to PAX, you got inspired. And when you came back home and you're getting ready to do your stream, is that when you started making like a schedule, when you really started applying yourself and equipment wise, what was going through your mind yeah, right after yeah. that event? So I had a fair bit of equipment because I just worked manual labor jobs um, and all my spare money, I either went to gambling because that's what I did back then or buying stream stuff or like content creating stuff. Yeah. Um, so after that, I think my schedule was... I tried to do five days a week between 3 p.m. and 6 p.m. because I thought, oh, school kids will get home and then while they're having food after school or something, they'll just watch a Fortnite stream. So I okay. wanted to be that person. Did that strat work for you? No. Okay. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, I think a... after like three months of doing that consistently, I had like four viewers. That's a tough time zone. That's a, mm. that's a tough, because I think you have to think of it also as like, all right, globally, what like countries are waking up? What yeah. are you? That's a whole other game. A great time, no. So no. let's take a little bit of a step back too. 
okay. before even PAX, before you started applying yourself, what made you go live the first time? Oh, this is a good one. Um, basically, it was watching all of my favorite content creators do it. Um, so I'm like, oh, if they can do it, I can do it. I'll, I'll, I'll try it. And so I moved my desk into the corner of my room so that there was a wall behind me. And I borrowed a green screen from film and television class in high school. I said I was using it for a project, but I was using it for streams. Um, <laughs> put it up against the wall and I clicked the go live button and played the H1, uh, played H1Z1 at the time. Mm -hmm. But I just wanted to, like, I played video games every day. I just wanted to sort of get on and get started. Mm. And yeah, that's where it all started. So then, okay. How would you say, or how did you change, or how did your channel evolve over time from when you first started and then after that PAX uh, a convention? I think I originally started out just not really caring about interaction. I, I mainly saw streaming as sort of like how I would do a YouTube video. Yeah. So just talking constantly, but not interacting with anyone, not like trying to just hang out and have fun. I was just playing a game poorly and talking over it yeah it yeah. wasn't streaming it was more like there's i i firmly believe there's a difference between being live and streaming i was yes. just live i wasn't streaming yes i actually i had the same thing but i say it as there's a difference between streamers and content creators so yeah it's like yeah. i it's, i think it's the same type b it sounds like but yeah no you're you're spot on on that i agree and i think that's that's a big part of, you know, the Twitch universe, even today, especially when, when COVID hit and then people started finding out what Twitch was and being like, oh yeah, I'll get a webcam and play video games. They yeah. just, it's like existing. It's like, you're just there yeah. and yeah. you're, you're kind of praying that your personality holds you, but yeah. it's not, you know, there's a whole engagement part. There's a whole other section to this that needs to be addressed 100%. Uh, to yeah. take it more seriously. Um, mm -hmm. And that's fast. Did you did you learn something specifically during the PAX thing, or did it was this like your knowledge of Twitch was gained over time? No, it was just I didn't realize how intensely devout the Twitch community was. Yeah. Um, and just seeing how because I met Daniel Harrison, a friend of mine introduced me to Daniel Harrison. No way. PAX, yeah. And seeing how he interacted with his community, I'm just like, oh my god, like that's that's what I want to be, mm. essentially. And I think, um, I think you're doing it, to be honest. I'm on my way. Um, I still think I have a lot to do and a lot to push myself into. Um, but I'm just having fun with it. So, like, you That's can't. Great. If you're having fun, you're having fun. Mm -hmm. How's your mental health in terms of streaming? I know that's been a hot topic uh, between streamers. Now, more than ever, it's good. But... I feel like I'm going back to just having fun. There was a, there was a period this year where I was just racking my brain. Like, what can I do? How do I grow? Um, how can I push myself further? Yeah. But now it's, it's just sort of like, I've got a new job. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just there to unwind, have some fun, play games, talk, talk shit with the community. It, mm -hmm. it, I'm just there to have fun now. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I think it's going good. I mean, you, you do a very good job in my opinion of being both a entertaining be engaging and then just kind of seamlessly bouncing between these two worlds. Because the thing about like you, a lot of people can play games on, on stream and usually they're either very good about it or they're funny. And to be able to balance both where, well, actually I got a clip that will prove that wrong, but uh, <laughs> actually I take away all the nice things I just said. 
Copy uh, funny and playing games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 definitely it's there's something about going. I was on your stream yesterday, whether you knew it or not. I was there. I like to do a little bit of very light research. It's the lurk. lightest. Of re lurk. I lurk a little bit, man. I lurk, and I well, I also don't want to take That's away attention. Too. I know your ass does. All right, I know your ass. So many streams, and then I'll say something, and people are like, "Oh, Kuri, you're here." It's like mm -hmm. I'm here all the time. Yeah, you just don't just don't look at who's watching. It's just you know, get yeah, get over with it. But you do, there's something about your streams, whether it be recently or when I first watched, it's very comfy, it's very intentional, and there's just, uh, you're able to make people feel welcome and loved, and, and I, it comes from, in my opinion, a genuine place. Um, so with that being said, all the nice things to the side now, all right? That's the nice stuff. <laughs> <laughs> now the good stuff. Well, I, got, I just got a couple questions. I just got some okay. questions for you, Kruli, just off the top of the dome, dude. All right, I'm on your channel right now. Uh, whether you okay. whether yep. you know it or not, and mm -hmm. uh, I just I like to go through people's channel points. I think it's something that is very unique to someone's channel, and is a great tool to be intentional uh, with the community and and reward them for their time spent with you. So I got a couple ones that I just want to know, maybe some backstory behind. Maybe there's you know maybe there's something that that uh, you know there might be an Easter egg or some sort. Here's a simple one. All right, here's a layup, a layup crew. I'm just giving you layups. This is an easy okay. interview. For 15,000 points, Krui, you said that you could you allow someone in your community to choose a wallpaper. And it says here in the description, upload an imager uh, link or send me a Discord yep. DM of an image you yep. want on my desktop wallpaper. First and foremost, what is it right now? And second, what is the craziest one you've had? Okay, so it is right now a photo of Faye, Farron. Um, it's a photo of when she was probably 13, 14, and she has like the scene girl haircut, like the <laughs> jet black purple hair slicked down, and she's doing like I don't know what those poses are. But if, <laughs> if somebody walked into the room and saw that wallpaper, it'd be hard to explain. It would Arrested. be very hard to explain. Arrested, sir. You would it, don't, it's, don't, don't. it's interesting. Oh, that's a polite way of saying it. <laughs> Man, that's a polite. Um, the wildest one yeah. would probably be something that Kyle did. Kyle's one of my mods too. Okay. And he sent me a photo of a woman. Um, and I put it as my wallpaper. I'm like, who is this? Like, why have you done this? And he just said, take a good look at it. Who is it? And I, I look at it really hard and it clicks in my brain that it is a female that me and him know because we're both from Brisbane. Um, and she's now a porn star. And the fact that I remembered her face and that she's a porn star didn't sit well with the chat too much. Um, <laughs> so I just had a picture of a porn star as my wallpaper for a few weeks. And my mother did see it because this was back when I was living at home. My mother did see it and she asked who it was. She's like, ah, psh, don't worry about it. Just something to straight. It was just a meme. But oh my god, she also saw my anime mouse pad, which I have an, a big titty anime girl uh, mouse pad, and she she didn't ask about that. Thank God. Two questions: One was the uh, the photo on your wallpaper of the porn star so, like salacious, or was it like a nice? It was fine, clothes on, okay. just uh, a regular pose. Okay, it's like sitting on a chair or something. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't too bad. But okay, the fact that who it was was sure. the yeah sure. And do you have the mouse pad? I'm I'm trying to understand the, the Oh, you betcha. Oh yes, how do how's it? One hundred percent. It's right next to me. It's within arm's reach. Oh wow. So this is the that, mouse pad. That's great wrist support. That is it's it's 
yeah, great wrist support. You know, if you're if you're using the mouse, that's why I keep it as my stream PC mouse pad um, for the wrist support. Obviously, no other reasons there. <laughs> and she had no question. She just saw that on your desk. She's she like, def- she looked at it. She made eye contact with the woman on the mouse pad, and then she turned around and walked out. So, it's okay. I'm kind of glad there was no questions. I that is. That is amazing. You are. That is amazing. <laughs> and now you've moved out. I feel like this story has some. When 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 you said, "Ma, I'm about to move out," she was like, "Oh, thank the Lord." All right, thank the Lord. No, no more. No more Danny DeVito and anime titty yep. mouse pads. I just want to know what it is to be a parent in this generation of content creators and streamers. I just want to know their mindset. It's something else. Oh my gosh. That I, I could bet that's not even the worst. And we'll, you know, again, hopefully the community exclamation mark the letter Q. Tell me something that I need to know. Ask us questions. But holy cow, I was not aware of that. That is insane. That is ridiculous. Yeah. So th- I mean that's only the first thing. The second thing I have here, I, I like this one. I like I think this is only. I think it's very kind. It says it's a for eighty thousand you do a personalized postcard and it says exactly yes. what the title said. So tell me about yep. this. Why the postcard? Have you sent it out? What do you write on it? I've not sent it out. I've been meaning to send them send them out for a very long time, but I keep on forgetting because my memory is not the best thing in the world. But it's basically just um, I wanted to reward people that have been there for a while because it's like uh, I don't know how long it takes to get eighty thousand channel points, but it's not a short amount of time. No. Um, so basically I custom made a postcard, um, and I've written a personalized message on the back, signed it, and I'm going to ship it to them. Can we get a date on that? Well, it depends because most of them are international. So it's a bit, it's a bit, um, it's a bit tricky, but like, I definitely will be sending them out soon. There's a few more I have to write and I'm going to just all send them out at the same time. Ooh, handwritten. Are they all unique? Handwritten, all unique. That's it. Wow, guys, save up. If that's not an incentive, I don't know what is. Save up. That's dope, though. And the last one here that I just, I'd be losing my, I'd be losing money if I didn't ask this one. All right, Rui. It's your only fans, isn't it? Rui, for six hundred and ninety-six thousand nine hundred sixty-nine points, you will give access to OnlyFans account. What the hell does yeah. that mean? What the hell is that? Well, I have an OnlyFans account. I have the Crewy OnlyFans account. Nothing is uploaded to it. Yet. But if somebody does get that channel points reward, I'll give them a free membership and I might upload something. Oh, but they get a free membership. What does upload something mean? I think everyone here needs what does upload something mean? You know, the I'm I'm not showing wings. This this man's voice went higher than any other octave I've ever heard. There are dogs across the street where I live, Crewy, that are barking right now because they heard how high pitched that noise. What the fuck? Okay, okay. I I'll upload a photo. It's not going to be Ween. I'm not I'm not showing Ween. He's not showing any Portobello tip. But what are you what are you showing? I once a year I'll upload a photo that's risque. Um, I did it last year. I've done it this year and I'll probably just post a photo or something along those lines. What do you mean risque? I, I, you're, you're, it's so general, my uh, man. What do you just mean? A, a, a shirtless photo to show off the progression I've made from the previous year. One a year. That's it. All right, I don't guys. really like posting photos of myself. 
This man is going to – you hear that? I want, I want it on the docket because it is possible to get that many points, guys. For that many points, all right? People are close. I'm worried. People are close. It's salacious, all right? Christmas is coming twice this year, apparently. And some people who will <laughs> claim that will come out numerous times. It's fine. It's just – it's too many jokes, man. Too many jokes. Too many one-liners here today. Crewy. I, 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 here's the thing, my man. I'm glad that you leaned into the bit. All right. I know no one's. Ex- I don't think anyone's expecting you to show balls, dude. I don't think anyone's expecting you to show all that jazz. Balls out, full wean, flop it onto it's, the table. Wow. Do you see the pure girth? I feel bad for the table right now. I thought that was about to break the shit. All right. So that's that's all I had. That's all uh, I had. Question wise. All right. For your okay. for your for okay. your thing here. But with that being channel. with that being said, Crewy. All right. While. While I'm here on your channel, you know, while I'm just strolling around Twitch, I just kind of found some clips. Which, by the way, man, I I I understand. Did you, did you get hit hard with the whole copyright music thing? Well, I got hit with a warning. Um, oh, I got no. hit with a warning the day of. Basically, just saying, take all your clips down that have music, or you can have your channel removed. Yeah. Um. So I basically took that as save my clips. I don't have that many clips. I'm not a big channel, so I downloaded all my clips. Um, and then got rid of them all on the on the site. So, okay, fair play, fair play. But you still had some. You had enough that I was able to pull out three. But <laughs> okay, hot question, uh, super okay. crazy hypothetical. If something were to happen to Twitch, would you end up in what were you? Where would you end up? Facebook, YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. Hundred percent. Right. I'll see you there. Anywho, so I got a couple clips here. And I have one that I, uh, you know, we'll go through them. Let me just switch scenes and make this full okay. screen. Okay. I just got some questions, crew. I just have so many questions. Oh, God. And it's just one of those things, you know, we're having a fun time. We're having, it's an easy time. The title here says, uh, nice aim. And you're playing oh, Fortnite. Yeah. Okay. And let's just take a look. All right. Not too long. Let's take a look. Favorite child, bit of a stretch. What okay. the ha- okay. were you outlining okay. that man's body? I don't let me I'm just gonna have that there. This I, I don't on my screen it looks like my, my crosshair my crosshair's on him. Eh. My crosshair's on the legs on him. Oh. The game is just, you know, doesn't like me. Really? That's what? what I'm narrowing it down to. It's the game, not me. It, it's you know, I just saw it and I was like, first off, you didn't even focus. You didn't even focus the gun for like a second, you just started shooting among sight. What? I thought it was an easy kill. I thought it was an easy kill. Just blap, blap, blap. Not didn't work. I, it was an easy kill, but for the wrong team, my man. And the thing is this, yeah. crew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the thing is, crew, I got, you know, I watched this clip like twice. And something just popped in my mind. It just, I had to do it. So I Googled, like, I was like, what's the average age of Fortnite players in 2020? And they were just telling me about like 53% were ages 10 to 25. Oh. All right. So, but the thing is, I, I feel like uh, I don't know if the person that killed you <laughs> was in the latter half of that. I, don't, I, I just feel like you might have had a lot of kids that suck. As far as I know, he's an 18 year old pro player that's been playing for the last three years nonstop. Best player on the planet. Best Could player. be. True. Prodigy. Let's just assume it is. 
I just was, I was so many whiffs, man. The World Series is is happening. Life I get it. Life comes at you fast, man. Life comes at you fast. I, it I just, it, sometimes it happens. I suppose so, but you know, <laughs> maybe maybe next time, maybe maybe we got to switch it up to Minecraft next game. But here's another clip, Crewy. Yeah. <laughs> another one, you know, just out of curiosity. It's uh, it's here. I have you playing uh, Connect Four, and it's more no. so. The words being said that I would love you oh, to explain. No. I have no, I just don't understand. I don't understand. So please just right. share this with us one moment, please. Let's play it out. <laughs> My long black cock in your ass. Okay, I'm going to. Wow. <sighs> Is that? <sighs> wow. That one hurt. That one hurt. <laughs> Wait! Fuck, I hate you. Ah, oh, that was too what good. It was too good, dude. It was too good. Which, by the way, tough position there, but let me hit it there. What, what is the context around? I, I don't understand. Okay. I just don't understand. Somebody, I'm, I believe it was like Charlie or something, hit me with like, oh, do you know, um, it's like Malong wants to play you in, uh, in Connect Four. I'm like, oh, who's Malong? Mm -hmm. And then obviously went to Malong black cock in your ass. And, you know, there, there's no way you come back from that. If you get hit by one of them, there's like no justifiable way to you're come done. back. It's like you're done. I think that's actually a badge of honor to become a boomer. What you just did right there. You are officially... Oh, so old you're if i may ask how old are you 22 you're not that bad but i, I almost have irrelevant the, i have an old soul really you would just is that self-proclaimed or is are we going to learn that over time i'm an old soul that has been dragged into 2020 by children so i'm i'm True. usually i'd like to just sit down on the couch watch some seinfeld or something but now these kids are forcing yeah. me into memes yeah, that's true. And you felt I, I, I'm the thing is this, I'm going to bail you out. I fell for some of these. I always fall for the Joe ones. Joe Ma and it's not good that tomorrow's guest is named Joe Mom again. It's just going to be a shit show of that joke. But I agree with you, Kruy. You've, I've actually never heard that one. And not, until now, all I really focused on was when you said Big Black. I was like, OK, what is the context? Yeah, that clip is very incriminating. It's great. It's great. And as a matter of fact, it's so good that that this was literally this was made so recently. That's when you know you're gonna make many new memories ahead of you. Exactly. That's when you know this man is a content creator, guys. All right, this man's a content creator. I have one more here for you. All right, oh, very dear, simple, sweet, and it's something we mentioned earlier. It's about spoken like a true former scene kid, and yep. and I just I would love to talk about this. One moment, let's yep. let's hear it through. God damn it. What is that? It's like, it's those scene girl photos. Like Rubik's Cube, like, ooh, I'm a nerd. Batman, woo! Fucking cool, raw XD. Nuzzles, pounces on you. Ooh, you so warm. That sort of shit. I know too many lyrics to that song. That sort of shit. <laughs> it's a song? She's eating You've never cube. heard the song? She's eating oh, the fucking cube. I'm linking it to you right Please. now. Please. No, yeah, yeah. Send it to the DMs. I'll listen to it later, but. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the uwu raw it, XD. Yeah, did I scare you? I was My I was I was a scene kid back in the day. Okay. I had I had the the slick down hair with it spiked up at the back, 
I wore skinny jeans. I had Bring Me the Horizon as my ringtone. Oh my um, gosh. Are you, what was I going was one on? of those kids. What, how would you, okay, for those that aren't familiar, how would you define a scene kid? Without the adjectives, how would you describe the scene kid? Just like edgy, but trying too hard to be edgy. Like it's not effortless edgy. It's like really making an effort to try and look and appear edgy when you're really not. So they didn't, they didn't earn the edginess by experience. No. They earned it through culture and clothing. Yeah, pretty much. That's that was ridiculous. me. That's it. <laughs> it was like the kids that like go to the shopping center after school and smoke yeah. cigarettes. And then there was me who went home and watched SpongeBob. Well, we both dressed the same. But you had your hair. Yeah. You had, you had the ripped jeans and all that shit. Yeah. And you're like. Yeah. I looked the part, but yeah. I had no idea what I was doing. You're eating at an Auntie Anne's uh, fucking pretzeria. Yeah. And you're like, oh my gosh, life's so hard. Exactly. I can't get at it. Why did that appeal to you? Why? How did that appeal to you? No, I don't know. It was just the phase of the 2010s. It was. It was. Fair. It was a weird time. I um, say the same no. thing to Omegles. I think she was a scene kid too. I mean, she, she literally, literally has an Rubik's cube. Li- just that's her game. Tetris. It's ridiculous. But, True. But for you, like specifically, I'm thinking to myself, like, and I don't mean to be, you know, too blown when I say this, but if I look at your aesthetic right now, you're like hipstery it's the wired glasses that make you hipster by the way it, yeah it's it's i don't know back then it was just sort of what you what the cool kids dress like and that yeah. was what i was obsessed with back in like grade six seven and eight Fair play. So like i have to be a cool kid yeah okay chad hipster that's what it is i'm sorry i had to get the thought out i'll, yeah. I'll take it I'll no? take it. Oh, don't act like that's a, a, such a bad title. You know you've been... This guy's underneath the table. Oh, please, yeah. please. Includes Chad. It's, I'm wearing donut socks. But see, that, that's the quirkiness in you. That adds a little bit like when the, when the ladies look, it's like, ooh, he's not all business. He's, kind, he's got a little playfulness exactly. in him. I know the game. Business I up top and then, you know, party down the bottom with my fancy socks. Okay, good. Thank goodness. <laughs> I'm glad that you uh, mentioned the socks. I that's... could have taken that a whole different way. A hundred percent. You could have been talking about your, your third leg that you need to put a sock on. <laughs> Anywho, uh, so <laughs> too easy, guys. Too easy. I don't know what it is. Something's in the water tonight. I don't know. I'm usually not this quick. Right? I, I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. All right. So that's all the embarrassing stuff, Creed. All right. We got all the okay. – hopefully that loosened you up a little bit. All right. It's like taking a shot. You got to – by the yep. way, did yep. you – you help yourself to a drink, man. If you wanted a drink on stream, I don't really care. You could do whatever you want. I'm going to get one in a bit, actually. Okay. Fair play. Fair play. At any moment, if you got to use the bathroom or go do it, like, just yeah, tell me yeah. and, and we can... Yeah, same thing. I have Real another good. segment. All right. So, with that being said, let's take it a little bit in an introspective point okay. of view. All right. We're going to... We're moving. We're shifting. All right. We're shifting. We're, we're like water here. It's not that... I mean, it's more so I'd like to pick your brain. It's... So, okay. the, the first question here... Mr. Crewy, is uh, what have you learned about yourself through streaming? Ooh, I've learned a lot about myself, actually. More with, more in regards to like how I deal with, I don't know, I, I, it shouldn't be deal with, how I um, interact with my community and stuff. It's shown me a lot about myself. Um, because the people I say on a, I see on a daily basis in my chat, they are legitimately my friends. If they're having a bad day, like I want to try and help them. Um, if they're going through a rough time, like I want to do what I can to help them. Um, it's not like a, I'm, I'm streamer, your viewer. It's more of like a, an all together incorporative sort of friendship group. That's at least what I want to, want to make it feel like. Um, but in, in regards to myself, I feel like I'm more 
I don't know. I, I, I'm more driven to do stuff since I started streaming. It gives me a reason to wake up in the morning. It gives me a reason to sort of push myself in directions that I didn't think I would um, originally. Why do you think it was specifically streaming that did that for you? Because I assume, you know, and we'll get to that in the life story, but as you're growing up, you know, the world is hitting you with all these possibilities of the question, mm. what do you want to be when you grow up? And then suddenly you find this thing. And, and to say that statement, Krui, I think that's powerful. I've said that myself. I wrote that in the book. I said, you have, like, to the people that are reading this and to the people that have been on the show, including yourself, you give me a reason to wake up and, and not just live, but thrive. Yeah. So yeah. why is that the case for you? Um, it will tap into a bit of, like, the, the personal history thing. But yeah. I, content whether it be YouTube or Twitch got me through such a dark period of my life that it's like, I want to be that person to someone else. If someone's having a really dark time in their life. I want to be the person they go to, to make them get their mind off things. Cause that's what I, I had growing up and it meant so much to me. So I want to be that person for someone else. So you feel, uh, so it sounds like a little bit of being that, that, I don't know if I want to use words like older brother or mentor, but just like uh, a cat. Okay, perfect. Yeah. hundred mm -hmm. percent. That to the community and that to anyone that, you know, roams around Twitch and, and finds you yep. and just chatting or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's really yep. awesome, dude. That's really cool. Yeah. Here's a little bit of a more open-ended question. Crowley. How would you describe uh, your streaming style? Oh, my streaming style. Um, I wouldn't say chaotic. I don't think I'm chaotic, but I think I'm random. Hmm. What do you mean like, by that? Right. I'll just do whatever I feel like doing really. Like some days I'll play a story game. Um, some days I'll just play Fortnite. Some days I'll do Minecraft. I just want to be, I just want to hang out. Hmm. That's the main thing. I just want to hang out and have a good time. Like this is, this is the time that I would be, chilling with friends or like sitting on the couch or something. And I just want to bring that energy to stream. So it's like mm -hmm. a chill place to hang out. Nobody wants to like be bombarded after a long day and, and have to like do all this random shit. This is just me after a day, after a day of work, sitting down, chilling, um, talking some shit with chat. You know, and now I kind of diverting from, from the, the, mm -hmm. the, the script that I have here, but it's like, do you ever feel like how how do you balance that? How do you balance your work outside, you know, in real life and then come home and then essentially like pour more of yourself into streaming? I feel that that's a lot of energy and a lot of emotional investment. Yeah. Balance is something that I've struggled with a lot because I've gotten to the point where like if I'm doing something, I'm going to do it 100%. Um, so when I do work and then go into stream, social life suffers. Or like, I can't go to gym that day because I have to I have to stream or stuff like that. It's really a balancing act and I'm currently not doing a great job at it, um, but it's something I can work on in the future. And I know it's, it's something I need to work on. Um, so I guess it's just over time, I'll get better at um, managing everything. What do you mean by you're not doing a good job? I think um, like I don't talk to friends. I don't talk to people. I don't really go out on the weekend or anything. Yeah. Um, all I do basically is wake up, lift some weights, go to work, do what I need to do that day and then stream. And then that's the day done. 
So I don't really have much life balance of everything. It's more condensed into this one little aspect of my life. And I, I do want to change that. I do want to get better at it, but it's just time management and um, working out, working smarter, not harder. With that kind of mentality, Rui, what do you think, mm -hmm. you know, what, how, how do you feel, you know, I think a lot of people go on Twitch, stream, and they get lost in this world. And it's, you know, it's not the worst thing, but definitely, like you said, that balance outside of the internet, outside of streaming and work is huge. huge. How did you know you needed to, you, that you were imbalanced? How did you know that you were missing that side of your, your life? Back in June, I think it was, um, when I was in lockdown, that's when I found it. That's when it hit me the hardest. Cause all I would do, I was wake up, I would go to the gym. I would piss away time until it was time to stream. Cause I couldn't leave my house. I couldn't do anything. Yeah. And then that's when I realized that like, oh, balance is like a really huge thing for mental stability all around. Mm. Um, and then I saw, I believe it was in June as well. Cray had a bit of a creator had a bit of a, a rough time with his, the imbalance in his life. Cause he had the exact same thing as, as I'm worried about. He, de he dedicated so much of his life to the stream and content creation that other parts of his life suffered. And you're only young once. So like, you don't want to uh, w like focus on one aspect of your life so much that you waste those years and don't get a full experience. Yeah. I'm seeing that more and more in streamers and content creators where it's like, there's a lot of grandeur in what we do, even if it's as something as simple as going live, having lights and having the aesthetic look nice. But mm. more often than not, the streamer is being the person that is entertaining, being the host, being the ear to the community. And sometimes that can get lonely. That can be mm. a lot. Ken. How have you been able to you know, kind of relax and debrief or are there ways that you relax debrief after a stream? Not really. It used to be back when I was in Brisbane, none of my real IRL friends knew much about Twitch. They knew I did it. They knew it was my job, but they didn't know much about it. So whenever I hung out with them, it was a breath of fresh air. I didn't worry about any internet things. Mm. I didn't, we didn't talk about Twitch. We didn't do anything. It was just like old times just sitting around a table talking shit, maybe watching watching some sport or something. Mm -hmm. That was my biggest escape back in Brisbane. Yeah. Here, I haven't been here too long, um, but I think the the act of going into a workplace um, and having a workplace of people that I actually genuinely get along with and that are really good people mm. is enough to to give me the boost to keep on going every single day, just like the social interaction part of it. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Mm. Give me one of your best memories of streaming so far. Oh, there's so many. There is actually so many. It's been some of the best years of my life. But I would say there was one time when I was really drunk. I think it was in December. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I remember this only because I watched the VOD before I deleted it. And it was towards the end of the stream. And people just started saying wholesome things. And I'm blackout drunk. Oh and I, when God. I'm drunk, I get like really happy and energetic. But if somebody yeah. turns it into like wholesome shit, I, I start crying like a baby, like a baby. So I was bawling my eyes out during the stream. People were just showering me with, with, um, with like stories of how I helped them and stuff like that. Yeah. And that was a really, really huge part, really huge moment for me. Just because there's people coming forward that, 
that would usually just like talk shit, throw a bit of banter, but they were coming forward with genuine stories on how my stream and how me playing video games on the internet has somehow helped them. Yeah. Um, and that, that was huge. Do you keep, you ever keep the DMs you get of people showing yep. you love and oh, put the good, uh -huh. good. I've been, that's a, that's a lifesaver. That's, 100%. that validates that above the numbers, above the, whatever financial situation, that's the stuff that at late nights, when you look at it, that will yep. keep you going, man. That's it's awesome. A boost. It's a massive boost. Huge, huge, uh, game mm -hmm. changer. Well, that's awesome. Now let's hit, hit it on the flip side, my man. Give me okay. a tough time. Give me a tough time on your stream. What's one of the hardest things that you've had to endure during your stream? Oh, probably when I was in Melbourne. So I moved to Melbourne um, in May of last year. Mm -hmm. And I moved. We can get more on this in the history, the background sort of thing. Yeah. But I moved basically just because I could. There wasn't any reason for me to move. I just got the opportunity to move out. I'm like, okay, fine, let's do it. So I moved city. I had nothing to do. I had no friends, no job. University was crap. Um, mm. So every day I would wake up and have panic attacks because I didn't have a job. So I didn't have any way of paying rent. So I was just whittling away at my savings for about three months. And every day I would wake up feeling like shit. Um, I would have panic attacks. I would have anxiety attacks. And then um, I, would, I would have to pull myself together for stream because people on stream want to get away from that. They're not there to like, I, I know if somebody's having a, a breakdown on stream every night, um, it's, it's hard to watch. It's hard to watch. So putting on that brave face for stream every night, it did take my mind off things, which I am so grateful for. And that community I had back then, I was averaging like 10 viewers, but the community I had back then got me through it 100%. But yeah, that was probably the hardest time streaming I had just because there were so many issues behind the scenes. I think one of the greatest things, like, I, I, I know I could say, oh, I'm sorry you had to experience that. And it feels kind of weird saying that because personally, Krui, I think it's somewhat of a blessing because it's one of those moments where when your back is against the wall, and it's not even just content creation. I'm talking as an adult, as a person. Yep. When your back is against the wall and then you see where you are now and how hard you've had mm -hmm. to work and, and get to where you're claw, tooth and claw, especially this ain't, this is the hardest platform to grow on. Bar none. Yep. It's, it's been said over and over again. This is the hardest one because the algorithm is in no one's favor. Mm. But, but to see your endurance and to see you, you fight for something you love, man, that's huge. That's very inspirational. And that's very like, you know, I, I, I hope that the people that are watching you from your community tonight can understand that like, yeah, while we make the sexy Harry Potter jokes, while we call him what he is under six feet tall, all that jazz. Okay. He's... I mean, all that to say, Krui, you, you, you know, not a lot of people get to be where you are and not, not a lot of people are no. able to fight through what you've had to do. Um, so I'm, I'm very blessed to be where I am. And I, I now looking back at it, I think it's, it's a mistake I needed to make. Yeah. It's a mistake I needed to make. Which again. That's a whole other section of this. I, yeah, I'm exactly. dipping my toes in. I can't wait. See, you can see the excitement. <laughs> Usually I'm good at like separating church and state, separating categories, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm, I'm, I'm getting It'll saucy tonight. Me. Let me, uh, let me, got, I got two more questions for you and we'll move on to the next okay. segment here. The first okay. one is, uh, so Kruy, say I never followed you whatever months mm -hmm. ago, all right? If I asked your community who you were, what do you think they would say to me? Five, four. <laughs> um, no, without hesitation. Uh, yeah. 
I don't know. That's a very, very tough question. Hopefully they'd think I, I, I mean, hopefully I would, I would hope that most of them, especially the younger ones would just see like, say like, I don't know, some sort of a big brother, I guess. Because mm-hmm. I do, I do want to look out for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I get DMs from people sometimes asking for advice and stuff. And I, wow. I, I try to help. But yeah, it's a, it's a very difficult question to ask because I think it would still differ from, diff- from person to person. Mm-hmm. But I hope I'm at least doing something right to where um, they can look up to me in any sort of way. Yeah. In any sort of way. The thing is, Grui, I, I, I love that answer and I think you're spot on. But there's one word you use that I'll have to ask you for another part of this answer. You said, hopefully. All right, so we now we have the hopefully answer. As the trolls, mm-hmm. I have to feed into the trolls. What do you think okay. they would say? The trolls? Yeah, the the, the Try non hopefully Try hard. Try hard. Re- on, like, I, got that, I got that my entire life though. How so? Um, I don't know. Just like trying. Usually, when people put effort into something, it can either come off as tacky or it can come off as really well. And um, I think sometimes some of my efforts have been tacky. Mm. have been a bit nah you're trying a bit too hard there mate um yeah but you know it is what it is you got to make mistakes before you can move forward like that let's flip that question around just as we've done with the others okay. completely new again all right mom's online completely new i'm going to crewy tv's channel oh, dear, and i say Jesus. hey crewy like tell me about your community how would you describe your community to me friends Friends, there's a core community that have been with me for a very long time. Um, and they're people I would genuinely regard as friends. Uh, we can all talk to each other. It's comfortable. It's easy. Um, we all give each other shit. But that, that's how friends are, you know? Yeah. Um, we know a lot about each other. And we're all there for each other. So, yeah, it's, it's just like a little friendship group. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want it to be. Do you think... How will that work as the channel progresses to grow? See, that's something that I'm worried about, but not worried about. I think that there's a foundation community that I have that I, I, I hope they'll stay with me for, for a long time. Yeah. Um, but as if, if I grow further to the point where I can't read messages as much and um, I can't be as interactive on a personal level, I, I really do hope that those foundation members can convert new viewers into those that friendship group. Like talk start talking amongst each other in chat to try and get um get more friendly with newer people so that it's yeah. not just me interacting, it's the audience as well. Yeah. No. I yeah, I, I feel that. I feel that. It's it's kinda like you wanna be that catalyst to bridge relationships between yeah. newer and, and older <laughs> members in your community. That makes it, yeah, I like that a lot. I like that a lot. And there it is, Mr. Crew, you finished the first segment. It's as easy as that. Hey. It says, <laughs> all right. My elbow is really red. Yeah. What happened? Well, you, I don't know. You I think lifted. it's just me and on it. You were, ba- okay. Yeah, I see. Right I see. It's all the working out. Crewy, here's <laughs> the thing. I got to use the restroom. So what's okay, going to happen? I'll grab a drink. Oh, perfect. All right. We can do this. Yeah, let's go ahead. Mods. You know Let's what the poll is. I'll see you when you come back. See you when you come back. One, two, three, break. Also, hi, Carly. 
I'm going to need this for the next segment. What's the bet? I'm going to need this for the next segment. Why? What's up, Pai? How you doing? Oh, yeah, I got to mention. Yeah, you should be. Should be glad, mate. Oh, you really are. Yeah, I'm not going to get through this next segment, am I? It's currently good beer choice. Yeah, it's pretty good. Currently 325 on a Wednesday. Open up the beers, boys. Open up the beers. Let's go. How are we all? Hopefully you're all going well. God, talking about myself is something else, isn't it? Crazy. Crazy. It's five o'clock somewhere, exactly. Your mum is participating in chat. Yes. Kind of the host of the show. I'm out of breath. God damn it. I'm out of breath running to the bloody Fred for a beer. This is not good. I'm 22, chat. Getting old. 6.25 a.m. I haven't slept. Nice, dude. That's some dedication. Thank you, Spotty. Honestly, I think the show's going well so far. So far, so good, boys. Dude, cardio? Fuck cardio. I'm allergic. I only lift heavy things. Ah. It's interesting talking about this stuff because I've never... I've never talked about this stuff before. The personal life section is going to fucking ruin me. I'm going to tell you right now, chat. The personal section is going to ruin me. Cardio kills gains. Agree. Heavy agree, bro. Heavy agree. Here comes trouble. You, you know, you know. What you got? What you got to drink? I got a pure blonde. Because Ooh. it's five o'clock somewhere. Love it. I love it. Perfect. Wait, what is the actual time right now? It is three twenty-five. Okay, close enough, dude. That's basically happy hour. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad you got yourself a drink. I, you, just like you said, apparently, when you have a few drinks in you, you get a little bit more emotional. This is the yeah. Hay well, <sighs> this is gonna be tough. This is the haymaker of the show. This is my favorite yeah. part. This is this is where I feel like I literally went to college to do this. Like I got, I, I studied business, but it's bullshit. That's a, that's a bullshit degree. <laughs> Fair. I studied bullshit degree, but we can get me. into that. I know. We'll get into that. Here's the thing, Mr. Crewe. All right. I'll give you one okay. more out. All right. I'm going to say it one more time. There's yeah. anything you don't want to talk about. Yes. Mum's the word. All right. I, I, I'll move on. We'll move on from I like, it. I but like that mum's the word thing. I gotcha. I like gotcha. It. Might have to make that a shirt. Anyway. <laughs> I've, I've had not at all, not at Merch. all, not at all. Merch. That's too corny. That's way too corny. But I do, you know, I, I, I do have the flow ready for you. Uh, and as always, the life story always starts from the top. It always starts from where it all began, your family. All right. So without doxing yourself, Mr. Crewey, where were you born and raised? So born and raised in Brisbane, Australia. Yeah. Um, so do you just want me to talk about my family? Well, we'll get in there. So born and raised okay. Brisbane. Born and raised Brisbane, Australia. And Therefore, my entire life. Oh, really? Up until recently, until you moved? Up until recently, yeah. Oh. Apart from Melbourne, yeah. um, I was in the same house since birth till 21. Wow. Holy cow. <laughs> was that a big transition for you when you had to leave that house? Huge. Massive. Because um, I'm a big mama's boy too. So leaving uh, parents behind was tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we're saying leaving, we're saying recently into where you are now, right? 
Uh, yeah, both times. Both moving to Melbourne oh. and moving to Sydney. Both right, times right. were pretty rough. Oh, boy. All right. Let me get to that in a little bit. First things yeah. first, let's ask you about siblings. Any siblings? Brothers, sisters? I have three siblings, all much older. I have a brother, Ben, who's 31. Um, then I got Haley, who's 28, recently engaged, pretty pog. Uh, and then I got Kelly, who's 26. I feel like there is, if I had to take a poll of streamers that are here that I've interviewed, majority have said they're the youngest, most, and it's got to be the attention crazing, just we we're, we're coddled we're just the smartest ones we're, we're, just we're just the best ones smartest best looking just so talented so it's beautiful do you feel like you got away with a lot being the youngest oh hell yeah i got away with so much like what i watched the simpsons my other siblings couldn't watch the simpsons um <laughs> i watched wrestling a lot i played video games i did everything wait a second you were a wrestling fan yeah, huge. Back yeah. in the day, huge. Oh my gosh. We're talking WWF or what? what? No, it was WWE, Attitude Era, mainly around 2006 I got into it and then stopped around 2009, okay. 2010. So when like John C Cena was Thugonomics guy. Yeah, I, that was like the beginning. Gotcha. The beginning, beginning. Perfect. Yeah. That's awesome. So, you know, how was it being the youngest in your household? Were you often, so we, we talked about how, you know, yeah, your mama's boy. Yeah, you kind of you got away with a lot of stuff. But how did that? How did your siblings take that? Well, they're they're all much older, so we didn't really have much interaction. Me and my brother never got along. Never got along. He was just a, a bit of a pest. We get along now, mm -hmm. but it was just sort of like a, a it was a brother relationship. It was okay. like you just sort of terrorized each other. Yeah. Um. But yeah, because my other siblings were a lot older, they had very different lives. We didn't really cross paths too much mm -hmm. like when i was when i was born my sister was five six and my brother was nine. Oh wow mm. so it's like it, it's a big big difference there mm -hmm. so hey, who 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 of your three siblings that's older than you are you uh closest with i would say my brother now um oh, okay. we can you'll understand why a bit later okay um but yeah i'd say my brother now when you say a bit later, make sure to tab on that because I'm not sure where the conversation. Okay, perfect, perfect. Because I'm not sure where to, to ask a question uh, in regards to why you're so close. Yeah, yeah. So it'll come up. So were your parents then? All right. Was it a strict household? Um, Semi-strict. I think I've always been – I wasn't a bad kid. I wasn't a bad kid. I, I, I did what I was told. I, I got decent grades. I, I wasn't that hard to manage, so my parents weren't much of an issue. Mm -hmm. um, and I've always had a big respect for my parents because they work hard. They do. They're a hardworking. Um, they're a hardworking couple, both in like both uh, working themselves um, to to provide for us. And they gave everything to their kids, everything. So yeah, massive respects to them. When it came for seeking advice or you know taking solace in one of your parents, would that be your mom or your dad? Mother for sure, but I was still, I was still hesitant to go to her with advice. Why? I don't know. I think it was just sort of, I was worried about her reaction. So I'd usually just go to friends or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fair play. Fair play. Yeah. I, I feel that. Yeah. So when you say, you know, the whole mama's boy thing, mm. uh, is it, well, why, why would you give yourself that title? Um, just cause she's, she did so much for the kids and I, I took notice of that very early on. So 
like she was always she would come home from a day like working nine to five um and then she'd cook dinner for the kids and then go to bed and do it all over again mm-hmm. i had massive respects for her she she always did what needed to be done um and she gave her kids everything they needed to do what they want to do in life and that's uh, i'm hugely grateful and privileged to have that amazing yeah. so you had it sounds like to me okay the four of you siblings two parents mm-hmm. lived in the same place for quite a long time if not the majority of your life things mm-hmm. seem to be going pretty smooth am i incorrect in that assumption um between the family relationships and stuff yeah everything mm-hmm. was pretty smooth so talk to me about the transition to melbourne as well as to where you are right now you know having been you know, at home for majority, if not all your life until that point, can't be easy, um, especially when you're the youngest. Yeah, no. Um, All my siblings stayed home for a very long time too. Like my brother didn't move out till 26. My sister at 26 is still home and my other sister moved out at 27. So they, they've always been just sort of like there. They're setting themselves up financially. There was a reason for it. Mm-hmm. But leaving that sort of ecosystem to go out by myself, especially in Melbourne, it sucked. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. We had such a bad time here. I'm having a great time. It's a completely different story, mm-hmm. but moving out for the first time was extremely rough. Extremely so, rough. Wait, do you hear that by the way? Do you hear that? Like, is it a crackling? Yeah. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. My mic kind of crackles uh, occasionally. It's really <laughs> annoying. Oh my goodness. It's okay. It's okay. I just want to make sure it's not on my end. I thought that was me. I felt bad. No, I was like, holy sh-. Okay. So in moving, first thing I got to ask is your life experience. You know, this is totally new territory. You know, you don't yeah. have your, fa- your parents. You don't have your siblings around you. What is going through your mind? How were you able to settle? Um, how did you learn? All right, well, let's just, you know, let's just look, do with this all. We have to figure out rent. We have to figure out um, food situations. We have to figure out laundry. We have to, you know all that day-to-day stuff? Um, my parents, I stayed in contact with them. I was texting them every day. I would call my mom every day asking for advice and like what to do. Um, and they just sort of like walked me through everything until I could actually stand by myself. Jesus Christ, you are the dream like kid. <laughs> you are making okay. me feel so bad. My mom literally just called <laughs> me during the interview. And I feel bad. I just turned away my phone. You're, you're <laughs> doing me a disservice right now. How often do you talk to your parents? Uh, my mom all the time, all the time. Um, my dad, not so much. Um, but yeah, my mom, I'll call her a few times a week. You ever watch your streams? No, no. I'm not letting my family see any of my stream. Do they not even know your username? Oh, I think they do. Mm-hmm. But they haven't, as far as I know, tuned in. Okay. Which is probably a good thing. It's for the best. Because I like going, I like looking in the in the eye at Christmas dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they see my screen, I don't think I'd be able to. Oh, you're telling me if she didn't see that clip that I pulled up about uh, what Charlie had baited you to say, you're telling me that's. I somehow think that she wouldn't appreciate that. That's something's I... telling me. It's weird. Beyond me. Beyond me. I don't know why. I don't know why. That's awesome. I, I, so far, I like. I'm 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 hearing you and your construct. It seems like. Your family was very much a foundation or the foundation mm. of your present life yeah. to where you are yeah. today. And, 100%. and I love that, man. It sounds like they're doing, they're doing it right. They, 
Do you feel like they had a good balance of, well, let me actually take that back in terms of, do you think your parents led you to like, you know how a lot of parents are like, oh, this is what you should do with your life. You should do this for your life. This is what you should study in college. Isn't that, or did they give you free reigns to explore? They gave me free reigns because I showed, I basically told my mom at 11 years of age that I'm going to make content for a living. Wow. How did she take um, that? She didn't really think much of it because she didn't really know about it back then. But yeah. the fact that I've been saying it for like 11 years is she gets it. She gets it. And now that I've moved out, I'm uh, paying for an, a two-bedroom apartment by myself off the back of uh, content. It's just sort of like proved to them that what I've wanted to do my entire life actually has legs and it's actually going somewhere. But at 11 years old, how did you know that this is it? This was what you wanted to do? I just knew. I just knew. I, I watched Syndicate, um, the YouTuber Syndicate's content, hmm. basically every day. I got an Xbox um, 2010 and Modern Warfare 2, and then ever mm -hmm. since then, I was addicted. Um, sy yeah, Syndicate's content is the primary source of where my love of, of content creation came from. Amazing. I love that. That's that's. I would have never, I would have never understood that. That's crazy. At such a, I'm trying to think what I was thinking when I was 11, and I think I was just figuring out how to do my homework. Where I went, like, <laughs> I'm getting all dressed up and shit for school, whatever this and that. I gotta wear yep. my turtlenecks. That's crazy. I. That's like. It sounds like uh, you were born for this. This is like you had a dream. You're fulfilling that dream, and not only are you doing that dream, but you love it. Like it's that's so. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's that's so kind full. of to pinch myself and say like, wow, I'm actually doing this. Mm -hmm. Damn, damn. Mm. So let, let's move on a little bit from the family then. And hopefully again, yes. I still have in there that story with your bro. Is that some, which category can I expect yeah. that in? Uh, it'll come into just like my personal history, I guess. Okay. Um, Cause the big thing, I, I've never spoken about it on stream, never, but it's such a massive part of my life. Mm. Um, and if you ask the right questions, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an open book. I'm going to talk about it for sure. Man, ask the right questions. Holy cow. I feel like, you know, that show, uh, that, that game, uh, Detroit become human. Yeah. This is yep. what we're playing right now. This is essential. I, good ending here. <laughs> no, I want... you will. I, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm at the stage where it's like, oh yeah, I can talk about that because I, I don't think it'll be the, the main thing I didn't want to talk about was because I thought people might see me differently. Wow. Um, and I didn't want that to happen, but that's, the, we'll get to that. We'll get it. I find that education. All right. It, I know the least as well as your friends, but in high school, Crewy, in high school, yeah, you know, the stereotypes, you know, exactly how everyone is. What were you in yep. high school? What stereotype were you movie mean girls? Right. It's hard. That's a hard one. Cause I was like a, I was like an in-betweener. I did music, I was good at sport, I got good grades, and I was a nerd. Okay, you were so, perfect. It sounded like you were perfect. All right, I get it. <laughs> no, I was a little pest. I was a little pest. But, like, yeah, I, I didn't really there – was, there was between grade 8 to 10 was my hardest time because I didn't have many friends because I was doing everything. Um, so I didn't really have any certain one specific place to be. We just sort of like floated around and that, that, that hurt for a bit because I didn't have like a best friend or anything. It was just like, I was friends with like a lot of people. 
was your extracurricular life place bestowed upon you because you wanted to do that or was that your friends i mean or was that your family or or was that the program at school i'm not it sounded like you were overloaded so yeah at the school I went to had a lot of extracurricular stuff and I'm very grateful for it. But because my, each one of my siblings have represented the country in one sport or another, except for me. So there's, there was a lot of pressure to do every sport every semester. And I did. Um, but I also liked music, which is something that wasn't, my siblings didn't do. So I had that on top of all the sports stuff. So, what were these activities? What, what instruments did you play? What sports did you play? Um, so sport, pretty much everything. I did soccer. I did rugby, um, basketball, swimming, um, cricket, volleyball, and then whatever was sprinkled in between. There was like dodgeball and stuff like that to do as well. Yeah. Um, and then music was mainly, I played flute between grades five and nine. Ooh. And then as soon as I could get into guitar, I got guitar nine till 12. All right. Nice. Do you play yeah. still? Yeah. Yeah. I've got, Ooh. Oh, get ready. Oh my God. I might have to ask it. We, we might have to, if, if a community question asks, I, Hell no. Whoa, are you at a, what is that a paperweight? What is it? Huh? What is this decoration of a piano? Basically, yeah. Basically now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness at least tell me what songs you play on the guitar and piano i need um, to know so i would play pretty much anything from like classic rock to contemporary stuff um i had to do a lot of stuff in uni which is further down the education course mm-hmm. um but yeah throughout school it was it was mainly just a lot of extracurricular uh, during those like late middle school to high school years mm-hmm. So let's, let's, you know, I'm going to go in and out of these two topics. You, you yep. mentioned about relationships and friendships specifically, that yep. you had a hard time developing relationships back then. And, and specifically, was it because you feel like you didn't have any time? No, it was just because I had so many different interests. So one day I would be with the, the gaming guys talking about Minecraft, uh, Hunger Games and stuff like that. And then the next day I'll be with the, the soccer boys kicking the ball around. Um, so I didn't have one place to go back to. I didn't have a seat at lunch that I always went to. It was just sort of like uh, floating around groups, but not really having a solid group to be with until about grade 10. So it sounds um, like you were very much a social chameleon. Yeah, essentially, which which sucked because I didn't have best friends. I didn't have people to hang out on, with on the weekend because I was that that other dude that hung out. Prior to grade ten, who did you pour into? Who did you who did you uh you know rely on to to talk about life, about relationships, about emotions? Did you have that at all? Not really. No, I just sort of kept to myself. Um, that's when I, that I, I started watching like uh, Tabuscus streams and stuff like that. I started watching streams more on the weekend, especially when I didn't have like um, weekend sport to do. I'd probably just stay in, play Xbox and stuff. Um, so I, I, my introversion sort of took a massive uh, pedestal in those years. Do you feel looking back upon that time now? Um... I wouldn't use the word regret, but do you feel like you, you wish you had more of those outlets or do you find it a lot of solace in, okay, wow, quickly, <laughs> didn't even, didn't even, it, 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 it made me grow as a person and, and learn a lot about myself in those times. 
How so? Because grade grade six and seven was when I was quote unquote cool kid. Oh, I, what? I, oh. I was popular. I had a lot of friends, but they weren't friends. They were kind of just like people that wanted to suck up to me because I was the cool kid. Mm. Um, and then I got an Xbox and I started liking nerdy stuff and then they all sort of turned on me. Um, so that's how I lost that sort of like friendship group. Do you remember and then, how you got that title though? How were you the cool kid suddenly? I don't know. I think it was just because there was this, there was these dancers okay. called blue lights yeah. on the first Saturday of every month. And I just went to them and then people would see me there and I'd have like my slick down hair and the hair spiked up. And like, I had a belt buckle that was a, an American hundred dollar bill. that was about the size of my head. And I wore that every time. People were like, oh, nice belt. But those little things, I think, made me the cool kid. <laughs> but when I stopped doing that, it sort of became very evident that they were only there because I was that cool kid. They weren't friends. Yeah. yeah. Um, they just sort of hung around. Yeah. They, they, they saw that you were active and that you had a certain style yeah, about you. And yeah. they just wanted, to, they wanted you yeah. around. They didn't necessarily yeah. invest. So no, yeah. You tell me then, you know, we're going to grade 10, all right? Yep. And suddenly you found that crew of people. Yes. How did that come I to found them out of, the sh out of the dust because uh, in grade 9, we can get to this later because we're talking about education and friends. But in grade 9, I started making content. Um, and that fed over the summer holidays into grade 10. Um, and I was doing it for a while until... People at school found out about it. And then because of that, they, I got a lot of bullying for it. Yeah. And then from that, um, I found people that sort of went like, oh, no, that's, that's pretty cool, actually. Um, and then from that, we got to being friends. They became my best mates. And like, we still talk today. There's a, there's a core group of us, about six of us, um, that still talk every single day. How were you bullied for your content? Um... Just because I was doing something different, I guess. I, they would just like uh, quote my own videos back to me. Um, they would just bring it up a lot. And then the worst bit was in IT class. Um, the teacher left the room for a bit. So one of the boys got on their laptop and played my video on the projector in front of the entire, entire class. Oof. And obviously I just, I just laughed it off because yeah. that was who I was. Like I didn't really show much. I didn't really... Uh, go against when people gave me shit i sort of just like went with it like ha 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 that's funny um it hurt but like that was that was just who i was i was just like all right cool um but yeah that was that was the worst bit that was the worst bit you know you you mentioned just laughing it off but we both know that that's kind of more of a, 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 an it's up, a yeah it's, it's, it's a, a front yeah, yeah sure so yeah. then you know when it's all said and done and you know you're alone and that that kind of stuff ends creativity that kind of stuff would stop people from doing what they're doing how did you persevere through that i didn't um the lunchtime after that video went on the projector i panicked i went to my uh went to the library during lunch i deleted my channel and didn't do anything until after school so they they essentially won um and i'm really regretting doing that because uh, I want those videos now. I want to look back at what I made when I was like in grade 10 because I love doing that. That was the best. But now it's all gone, which sucks. Being in the position you are now, Kruvi, 
what would you say to your younger self at that moment? Just keep going. Keep going. Do what you want to do. Because the people that laughed at me are now bricklayers. So all they do is break their back in the hot sun from nine to five, go home and sleep. Like they're, they're, they're like doing, they've given up on what they wanted to do. And I didn't. So. I think your story right there, just that, that's kind of like that origin story for me when I hear that, because it's so, that hurt a little bit. Like I, I kind of, my, my heartache hearing, hearing that because it's like, someone trying to be creative, someone trying to do something different and, and not even for fame or whatever, but just purely out of joy of doing what they're doing was shamed mm. so fucking hard that you didn't just, you know, back then YouTube didn't have that, that ability or maybe they did and I'm not aware of it, but you took mm. down your whole shit. They shamed you so hard. You mm. took down your whole thing. I'd like a, over a hundred videos up. Oh gone. my gosh. I was about to ask how much content was, was gone over a hundred. What I would do is I wasn't allowed to play video games throughout the week. That was, that was school time. And I understood that. So on Friday afternoon, I would get home. I would get a glass of juice or something. I would sit down at my desk. Cause I had like a desk. I had a little setup. We can get to that later again. <laughs> Um, I don't think we will. I, I don't would, know if we will. I don't know what question I can ask that will ask you about your setup as a child. <laughs> just uh, it it comes into into play with the brother stuff as okay, well. Okay, okay. So once we get into that, it'll get into everything. But like, yeah, I would sit down at my setup. I would record Friday afternoon. Hmm. I would just wait until like wait until like nine or ten p.m. until my parents went to bed. That's when I could record. <laughs> <laughs> that's when I could like actually start being like, yo, what's going on guys yeah. and, and doing all my, all my stuff. <laughs> so I would record on Friday. Yeah. I would edit before my soccer match on <clears throat> Saturday and I would upload it Sunday. Holy cow. And I did that two, three videos a week, weekend for a while. So let's, let's make this black and white then for you, Crowley. Mm-hmm. You deleted your channel. Because shame, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Damn, man. Just because I was, I was bullied for doing something I like, so I deleted it all. That's it. That's all it took. Mm-hmm. That's all it that, took. That, that actually makes me really mad. I don't and know why. There would be so many kids going through the same shit every single day. To this day. To this yeah. day. They're still getting, mm-hmm. going through that shit. And I think that's what harbors any originality. Because we're so scared to be breaking out from the norm, from breaking out of, you know being something different and yeah. and and not just failing it's one thing to fail it's another to be shamed that's those yeah, are two being, very different to worlds so disheartened in what you like doing that you have to take it all down damn damn that's blowing my mind honestly like i it, it's something as small as that really makes an impact because i i resonate with that story i i i feel that kind of chameleon you're you're talented in a lot of your aspects you want to do this extra thing that's outside of school outside of Mm -hmm. music and sports and it's your creative outlet if you may yeah and for someone to just take that away from you is that's heartless man that's that's brutal kids are terrible kids are terrible to each other (laughs) exactly Uh, yeah it does get better as an adult but now adults just have you know lawyers and all that shit but that's a whole other thing yeah, <laughs> that's why there's no music that plays in the background of these interviews. <laughs> um, that's another bully. Anyways, uh, so we we 
you tell me you found this group of friends, also content creators? Nope. So they, they were just nothing about YouTube, nothing about Twitch. They played video games, but they weren't into content creation. No. How did they support you? Why'd you choose them? By not being assholes. Really? That's it. That's all it took. Who was that? They're just like, oh, you make videos? Cool. That's it. That's, that's all they did. They just didn't yeah. judge me for what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm just like, oh, these boys are great. So mm -hmm. we, we could like, we, uh, we could give each other shit, you know, the mm -hmm. regular, mm -hmm. the regular stuff. But when it came to what we actually wanted to do, it was just like, all right, cool. Spoiler for sure. Awesome. They even pop by stream sometimes and just say, hey. That's right. It's, it's not much, but it's like, yeah. If you were to have a wedding, these people are in it? 100% best men. Holy cow. Holy cow. You heard it here first, guys. All right. Put that on the docket. Save it for them later. Let me get back into school here. All right. Yep. I always like asking a little. It sounds like you yourself uh, have, have, you know, like the dances and all that. And of course, here in the States, we love to worship prom for some reason. Did you do formal? <laughs> Did you do ball? I did do formal. I did do formal, but oh. I didn't ask. So th there was a girl that I really liked and she didn't like me, but I was going to invite her to my formal, but then she didn't invite me to hers. So I'm like, shit. Okay. I can't do that. So I waited until there was three weeks until the formal. And I asked a girl that I hadn't seen for like six, seven months. Luckily she said yes. And we had a great night. Wait. You ha wait, wait, what, what you asked her, you haven't seen her in six or seven months. How did you even, how did you link up? Was she in the same school? How did that even work? No, I went to an all boys school and she lived about an hour away. You went but to, how are you going to leave that part of the story? You went to an all guys high school? Yeah. Yeah. I went to an all boys high school, which is really common over here. I'm not sure if it's common over there, but it's like I went really to an all guys high school. <laughs> yeah. It's well, it the only all, one in the state. Yeah. I went to an all boys, uh, Christian school. It is different, doesn't it? It's different. Do, do you really does? Really does. I'm kind of very glad though, because it gave me experiences that I wouldn't have had otherwise. Give me one pro and one, one con of going to all guys high school. I want to hear it. One pro would be not having to, you could just be yourself. Like I know in the later grades, some of my friends that went to co-ed schools, they would be like, oh, I have to dress a certain way. So so-and-so looks at me like I True. can't do this because this girl look at me weird. I don't know, boys school. It's just like, I don't care. Mm -hmm. You're all, you're all there just chilling. It's not really much of a thing. Um, one regret would be I had leaving school. I had zero experience with girls, zero. So I was just like, oh, okay. Wow. Big okay. adjustment. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, when okay, I, And that's another question I have because it's like when you say experience with, with girls, right? When you say also when you say big adjustment, was it more of because you were so surrounded by guys, you understood that culture so well or because you had yeah. zero women around? So the adjustment period of that is so difficult and you had to figure out like. Yeah, it was like I, my first day of university, I was so nervous to talk to girls. Because it was just like, oh my God, we're in a class together. What, what do I do? <laughs> how, do I, how, how do I, hello? Do I just say hi? Yeah. Do I say hey to sound cool? I don't know. <laughs> hey. Yeah, that's the last thing you want to do hey. with your scene kid look. Oh. Hey, uh, hey, James okay. here. <laughs> oh, fuck. You had to stay seated the whole time for obvious reasons. <laughs> um <laughs> I'm in class just like... Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, nothing to see here. All right. It's fine. Please don't ask me to stand up. Please don't yeah. ask me to stand up. I hear the thud at the bottom of your desk. Just. <laughs> it's, Shit. It's actually interesting. Like, I agree with you on all those points. Having gone to all guys high school myself is such a game changer. But here's a big one, too. Did you have that? And I'm, I'm now just speaking directly to you. I'm, not, I'm, I'm completely yeah. ignoring what anyone has to say about this interview. I, I'm not looking at chat. So. Oh, by all means. Yeah, same. I only have my Streamlabs thing that shows me it briefly. But did you feel like you had a brotherhood at your high school? Yeah. 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 It's weird. 100%. Especially my little little social group. Mm -hmm. we're, all, we're all basically brothers. Mm -hmm. Like we've been through so much together and there's, there's stuff that I'd share with them that I wouldn't share with my family. It's just yep. like you're going through the same stuff. So you grow close to those people. And like I'll be friends with those boys for the rest of my life Amen. for sure. Exactly. Exactly. Did you ever do a senior prank? Uh, we had muck up day. What's that? So we just had a day where we just did whatever we want. I got a scooter and a, a backpack full of water bombs. And I was just going around on my scooter water bombing people. Um, God. It, it just basically do ter like terrorize the school for a day. Mm -hmm. And they let you like, just, they're like, fine, do it. You know, essentially, whatever. they let you. They always say like, oh, don't do this or you'll get expelled. But we just, ah, mm -hmm. we taped a kid to a cross. Okay, that one can get a little sacrilegious. <laughs> that, that one I could see as the worst. Yeah, the teachers didn't take lightly to that one. Mm -hmm. um, but like glad wrapping people to poles and stuff like that. Yeah, little things like that. Were, I don't know why you give me like, did you ever run for student council? No. Okay. I got told I, got told I wasn't house captain because of the friendship group I have. Wow, trash. Um, what the hell, they're, dude? They're not seen as like the 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 greatest humans at the school. So mm -hmm. because of the people that I hung around with, um, my head of house, uh, Mr. Doyle, said like, oh, yeah, nah, can't do that. You have a Mr. Doyle as well. Wow. Where Doyley, is yeah. my boy. Shout out, Mr. Doyle mods. Uh, well, I know this is the least. I, I, yeah, I, if you want to talk about this, sure. I'm, I'm just curious mm -hmm. about this. You went to a Christian high school. Does yep. faith play a big aspect in your personal life? Spirituality does. What does that mean? Um, exactly? Not so much faith, because um, I did a certificate three in Christian ministry and theology. So I um, studied the spirituality behind things. And I think the morality and the values that you get from religion are what I hold very close to myself. Mm -hmm. um, the, faith, the faith part itself um, is not too strong within me it might be later down the track yeah um but i just think the values that that religion teaches mm -hmm. like love thy neighbor yeah just little stuff like that totally um is is very valuable in daily life back in the day with your family were we talking church on sundays every sunday no we only went to church easter and christmas ah nice nice good 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 um i see so We've reached the end of your high school career, all right? You get your diploma, yeah. you, you, you know, toss your hats, all that bullshit, and you realize yeah. the game's just begun. It sounds like you went to uni. Was, that, was yeah. that choice just a natural progression, or did you ever consider taking a break? I wanted to take a break, but my, my parents basically told me, you either go to university or you get a full-time job. And I thought, nah, I don't really want to get a full-time job. I'll just go to uni. Um, so I initially... Uh, did auditions because I did music um, at university. So I originally did auditions at a few places. I got offered two scholarships 
Um, but I, I never, I, I went with a place that I didn't get a scholarship at QUT. Um, and that was, that was really fun for one semester. And then I, uh, took a leave of absence, um, what which is basically mean? just six months. You take a semester off and, um, yeah, I just did random stuff. I worked a little bit. I just played video games and slacked off. Nothing really came of that. I, I, I was going to be like, oh, I'll take the semester off. I'll make content. I'll do all this. But really, I just pissed away my time. Is that a forced curriculum? Take the leave of, ab a leave of absence? No, no. Um, so it's basically once you finish a semester of school, okay. of university, okay. you can take up to a year off without losing your place. Oh, wow. And so what made you decide to do that? I was drunk on a Wednesday at a student bar. And my friend said, oh, dude, I just deferred. You, sh you should go on a leave of absence too. So I said, okay. So I was blackout drunk and I did it. So I woke up the next day like, ah, shit, I guess I'm doing it. What? <laughs> what the fuck? Christ? It's just how it happened. No. I, I don't really not... understand it. First but... of all, in college, were you a D-Gen? No, I didn't. No, not really. But you got... I went out. Nah, I didn't really go out too much. I've never been one to go out. This man just said to me, I got blacked out drunk on a Wednesday and oh, I right. deferred. Okay. And then you're going to tell me, oh, no, I'm a, you know, it okay. is what it is. Okay. What? what? It was a Wednesday. There was $2.50 basic mixes at wow. this bar. Wow. And my friend said, hey, come along. So I thought, why not? $2.50. I'll get drunk for $25. Okay. First of all. Bold of you to say two dollars. How many drinks is that exactly? Ten. You're telling me it takes what? you ten mixers to get drunk? The last time I got drunk on stream properly, I had ten double blacks, which is two standards, which is two twenty standard drinks of what? alcohol is, in one stream. Is this another curriculum that you guys take in like in in Australia? I'm I'm I don't know how you Just guys are tanks. Just a natural progression, you know. It's in our, it's in our blood. I'm terrified to visit you guys now. I will. I, I feel like I will be under the table by drink number one. That's ridiculous. Oh yeah, come TwitchCon, mate. We'll show you how to do it. We'll show you how it goes. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'll be the one in the bush instead of Tonks. My God, dude, that's insane. Holy cow! So you, 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 you pissed out drunk with your good friend, the same yeah. friend from high school, or someone you met in college? Oh uh, yeah, one of my friends from high school. Yeah. And. Purely off of his decision, you decided to take the year. I mean, take the. Yep. Yeah, why not? Let's do it. So, so I did it. Okay. And now we're here in this thing. Did you? How did your parents react to that? By the way. Ah, uh, they didn't know. I kept it from them for six months. The hell do you do that? Ah, uh, I was a weasel. I would like, I would leave the house, but I would leave the house to like go skating or something. And then I'd come back and just be like, Ah, uni was great. I was a little shit. Oh, I'm like, gonna look. I'm gonna look right to the camera. Uh, hello, uh, James's mom. I'm mom's online. I'm so sorry shit. that this ass, <laughs> this guy, Bust has it. done it. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. I, we got him. We got him, boys. It's done. He's done. That's crazy. Yeah. Holy cow! This man's living Hannah Montana life. You're getting two worlds here. So. You know, you, you take that six months and literally you just kind of relax, which is not a bad thing, to be to be honest with you. I think it was, it was a break. I think it was a mistake in the long run, but it, I'm here now, so it couldn't yeah. have been that bad.
Uh, but you know, every now and then, because the thing is, we we we're programmed as kids. We go to school and we, we we you know we're forced upon it, and then we never really understand. We're like, oh, we just get breaks at these times. Okay, well, I'll just you know mm-hmm. try to do stuff at these yep. breaks. So to make even a, a a drunken decision to take a break for however long, six months, is is a big deal. Like it's a, it was a huge deal. And it was it, huge. So I, I like. Is there anything that you learned during that time? No. Nah. I learned how to. Uh, <laughs> act, I looked how to. I learned how to appear busy. You just how? What did you do? You had papers all over your desk. You're just fucking shuffling. Just oh, I got. Yeah, you. I would. I would be just like in my room, and I'll be like, "Stop! I'm studying. Don't come in." And I'll be just playing like Minecraft. This is insane, Croy. This isn't. I, mean, I swear, I was, this is I a movie. Six months. Six months. That was it. Six months. And you just, and yeah, you know, parents are calling, whatever, checking in. Hey. away my time. I did nothing with it. And you didn't even make content. I'm thinking like, no. this is, I thought legitimately, I thought originally I was like, oh, this man's about, this is where he really finds his craft. He really finds his passion. He really finds no. what, what the hell, Kruy? What the hell? Did you, you, at least you drank, right? Over that course of that time? I did, but I was... During that time, after I deferred uni hmm. or went on a leave of absence, I um, got into gambling because oh, I had boy. just turned 18. Let me get into uh, that. What's your game, by the way? Yeah. Well, I was dog racing. Oh, that's right. Which is, <laughs> yeah. I was, I was into the dogs, uh, which what? wasn't great. Which wasn't great. How much was the most you won? How much is the most you lost? So over, I would say I was a uh, gam- I was a problem gambler. I wasn't a gambling gambling addict because I wasn't like selling stuff. But I basically used my entire paycheck to just gamble for about a year and a half, two years. Um. So the most I put in, the most I got out was about five thousand dollars. But I put that in the next day and lost it all. You're going to tell me to my face, crew, and to the amazing people watching tonight that I'm not an addict, but I used my entire paycheck. How does this, well, how does this equate? problem gambling is gambling money that isn't meant for something else. And gambling addict is like you're, lose, you're going into debt gambling. I wasn't going into debt gambling. You I was are, just gambling everything I had. You could tell that this man went on dictionary.com. And <laughs> the- I actually did. I actually did. Was there a moment you were like, I'm going too far? Yeah. And it was a moment I quit. Um, I believe it was after I got a job at the airport and I got my first paycheck and I blew it all. And then I'm, I was sitting, because I got paid on a Wednesday. So I'm sitting on my floor in my bedroom at like 11.30 p.m. on a Wednesday, betting on dogs in the UK. And I would just lose it all. And I sat there and looked at myself and went like, this is, this is shit. Like, I can't go out on the weekend because I just lost all my money. I'm going to stop. So I stopped. Just like that. Just like that. That's good. Good on you. It's the thrill. I agree. I like yeah, a little cards myself. Learning experience. Learning experience. Never again? You're not going back to the dogs or never, you know? I, I, I put on a few bets here and there, but, like, I'm not interested in it anymore. Mm. Were you very deep into it? Like, you're following the news, all that jazz? 
yeah, like I would follow dogs. I would follow trainers. Um, wow. I would talk to my friends uh, who would also be gambling on it. And um, I never told them how much I would lose. I would only show them how much I won. So to them, I'm just like a god who's winning all this money. I but really, I'm that. losing it all. That's so – I you, you hit a chord with that one. That's so true. Where you don't want to talk about your losses, but you'll talk you don't so talk highly. Never. They don't exist. No. They don't exist. But when no. you win, even 10 bucks, you're the fuck. Hey, like, boys, look at me. I'm a legend. Boys, uh, yeah. Uh, drinks on me. Drinks on me. Yeah. That's yeah. so, that's it. it's ridiculous. That's beautiful. So during, so that's when, during that six months is when you found your, your thing for, for uh, gambling. Yeah. And by the end of that, you stopped. No, because that was only six months. I went back to uni after the six months and kept on gambling. Um, so yeah, at the beginning of 2017, mm. I went back to uni. Um, and then in, after another semester, so in like July, I took time off because of a lot of family issues were happening. Mm. Now we tie into the brother thing. There we go. Um, so in June of 2018, my brother got listed on, um, the lung transplant list. So he had to go in for a double lung transplant or else he would practically die within the next six months. So it was very, very intense for the entire family. Um, and because of that, I took time off uni um, because it was just so strenuous on the entire family. And I, I had to step up. Like I started cooking dinner during that time so that my mom could like go to the hospital and be with my brother. Um, so it was, it was a time for me to step up for the family. And I think I did. I did what I had to do, um, which was good. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll talk about more. Because is there like an overarching subject, like my backstory? It's is... whatever you want, man. <laughs> it's whatever. I'm sorry. I may as well talk about it now. I may as well talk about you, it now. You being here um, on the show now, you're finding out how the sausage is made. And it's a sloppy sausage, <laughs> man. All right? It's a very a sloppy. Sentence. But let me, let me ask you this first and foremost. All right? Let, let's, yep. let's, pick, let's paint the picture for those that are watching tonight. Yep. On the lung transplant list, are we? If yep. I, I don't want to push any harder than than you're willing to share, but what exactly? Well, what exactly is the reason for him to be on that transplant list? Good question. Okay, so my brother has a rare genetic disease called cystic fibrosis. Um, some people may have heard of it, some people haven't. Um, basically, it's a degenerative disease. So as you get older, it gets worse. Um, yeah. And the reason that the reason that I'm so close to my brother is because I have it too. Wow. So oh. technically, technically I am legally disabled, I guess. I have a disability, but I'm not disabled is what has how I like to say it. Um, so the fact that he was going through that lung transplant and that I, at that point in time, was looking towards that. Because um, throughout these, throughout this, between 2016 in 2019, I spent probably about 14 months in a hospital bed all up, um, just in and out of hospital constantly because um, my condition was getting really, really bad. Um, so that when he went in for his lung transplant, I said, look, I need to step up for the family. I need to be the rock. I need to do what I need to do because I felt kind of guilty that he was going through that and I was in a decent place at the time. Um, so yeah, I just did what I did what I had to do. And that ties into a lot of other things. I'll, I, we, we can talk about the, the cystic fibrosis stuff now, may as well. Um, so yeah, the reason I started making content in grade 10 is because 
the Make-A-Wish Foundation came to me when I was in grade nine and said, basically, hey, you're a sick kid. Do you want to wish? Um, so my wish initially was to meet Syndicate, to fly over to the UK, spend like a weekend with Syndicate. Because I could be like, oh, that's my, that's my idol. This is who I'm shaping my life around. I may as well meet him. But unfortunately, at the time, Make-A-Wish Australia didn't have the funding to send people overseas. So instead of meeting him, I basically emulated, I, I recreated his setup in my house. So they bought me a capture card, an Xbox, a computer, monitors, everything I needed to do to make content. And that's what I did. That's why I had uh, over 100 videos when, when I took everything down. It's because that, that was my escape from it all. That was how I coped with everything because when I was recording and shit, I wasn't thinking about anything. I wasn't thinking about like the sports or like the, the, the health issues or anything. I was just sort of doing it. Um, so that's why it hurt so much to take it down because that was like my wish. And I felt like I let them down because for a time after the wish, I was an ambassador. So I would go around to like funding events and stuff and, and tell my story to try and sort of encourage people to, to, to donate to the company. Um, so yeah, it was, I felt like I let them down when I deleted my channel. So it was, it was, it hurt deeply, but, um, yeah, on the other side of it, it, it turned out to this. So everything's good, but yeah, Ooh. back on the, whoa, 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 yeah, yeah. whoa, whoa, there. Okay. Right. There's one person conducting this show. All right. Okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> let me ask you a couple of things from there and then we'll yep. get into the lung transplant. Yep. You're dealing with this news of. I'm gonna pronounce it, pronunciate it wrong. What was it called? It's called cystic fibrosis, but you can just call it CF because that's how we usually refer to it. You're dealing with CF as a kid. You're in high school, okay? Yep. Yeah. Did any one of your classmates know about this? I tried not to. No, I tried to not make because I was so worried about people treating me differently. Yeah. I didn't want to be treated as a sick kid. So when I was in hospital, because I was in hospital throughout school, I would go in for like a two week stint every six months or so. Um, and when I was away, I would just say I went like on a family holiday or something. I didn't want, I didn't want kids to know that I was struggling because it was to do with the fact that that was another thing that they could sort of give me shit for because they were already giving me shit for the content stuff. So I didn't want to give them more ammunition in a way. Um, so I just didn't let them know. But do you see now even more of the gravity? Well, I'm not, I think you see it, but I'm asking the people that are watching this, do you see like more of the gravity of these questions? Because not only did we touch on the bullying aspect and how bullshit that is mm. and how much that stopped a person's dream of content creation. Now we have this other layer of this story of how you got all that equipment, what you were representing. Mm. And to be a high schooler that is carrying that kind of weight and that kind of story and all this backs, you know, you're, you're dealing with a life crisis, but while you're also dealing with an identity crisis within your, your community at high school and all this shit in between and, and just, and we're going now towards the lung transplant. Mm. What is going through your head first and foremost, when you get the news that you have CF? Well, I'm born with it. We were both born with it. Um, so my parents had a really rough time with my brother because it was their first child. They didn't know he had it. Um, and with this, I, it's a lung condition and also um, it affects your pancreas. So you don't d um, digest fats pretty much without 
bottles and bottles of, of tablets next year. Um, so he went about three weeks without solid food. So he was really malnourished and then they did testing and found out that he had this. So before I was even born, they knew that I had it. Um, so I've always had it. It's, it's, it's something that like, you don't know what it's like to live without it because I've just had it. Yeah. Regarding the lung transplant, you're talking about mm -hmm. your brother, correct? Yes. And this is the time of you during uni, correct? Yes. Okay, I'm just trying to get back into positioning of, of where we were at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you, you're starting to go back to your family. You're, you're, you're cooking meals. You're, you, as you say, you're doing what you had to do uh, to, yeah. to, to give back. Tell me about what's going on in your mind there, all right? Because we're in two very different states in life. You know, back then when you're dealing with it in high school in the Make-A-Wish, you're, you're kind of dealing yeah. with, yeah. you know, all right, this is something I'm managing. Uh, we, mm -hmm. we, 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 I knew that this is something I was born with. But your brother being the first one, you, there was no idea of that. And to be on a list yeah. means that there has to be some time where it, things got bad. And it's, you know, yeah. something needed to be replaced. So what was going through your mind as he's on this list that quite frankly, a lot of people don't end up, you know, getting the, what they need. Yeah. It was, it was a very touch and go type situation. We knew it was coming to that point because he was at the stage where he wouldn't be able to get out of bed without assistance just because his lungs were at a point where it was essentially breathing through a straw. Holy cow. Um, that 24 seven. 24-7. Without oxygen, his um his blood oxygen percentage would go down to about 80, which people that's like climbing a mountain. Yeah. So essentially climbing a mountain with a straw in your mouth is is how he was how he was living. Um so we knew it was coming to that time. Um it's hard to watch someone that has the same thing as you deteriorate so quickly. Yeah. Because it's sort of like I'm gonna end up like that. So it was very difficult to see that. Um, but ultimately, I think I, I repressed it a lot because I, everyone else in the family was in pieces. So I had to step up. I had to step up and be the rock that the family needed to get through it, especially, especially my mother who kind of closed herself off during this time. So I had to sort of be there for her. Um, mainly that was, that was the whole thing. That's why I cooked dinners. That's why I did the cleaning around the house and stuff. Cause she had bigger fish to fry than to worry about anything else. Watching your brother go through this, as you said, and deteriorate as fast as he mm -hmm. was. How did you not think to yourself, holy cow, that's, that's could be my future. I, I did 100%. I would be, um, I would go to the hospital cause afterwards, after he got the lung transplant, he was in ICU for about two weeks because his blood wasn't oxygenating. His lungs weren't taking to the new body. Um, so I would drive to hospital every day. I would see my parents who would, who would be sleeping at the hospital. Um, and it, I, would just, I would just power through it. I'd go see him. Um, I'd have a chat to him, even though he was sort of like unresponsive. Um, keep, keep it, like keep my composure. And then into the car, I'd break the fuck down. I would break down. Because seeing, seeing my brother like that hurts. It, it's, 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 it's hard. It's very hard. But because I had to close myself off to that while I was with them, it made it very, very personal. Um, me venting, I guess. There's so many layers. Oh, by the way, your camera might have frozen here. Oh, there we go. 
Is it back? Yeah, it's back. There's so okay. many there's so many layers to this right now. Like I, I want to be able to present these layers to everyone that's listening to the story where it's like you're dealing with your brother dying. You're dealing with your own mortality up front. You're dealing with a household of people that you love and have, you know, it's amazing because the beginning of this life story segment, you've, we even, uh, usually there's something that's going on in the family. We kind of can kind of feel it out. But yours of the 31 times I've done this, you were short, sweet to the point. Your family was a foundation. They gave you mm-hmm. everything that you needed to become who you are today. But now I'm starting to find these little pieces, these, these, this, the, the things that are happening on the back end. And, and especially again, having to be that, that foundation. All right. Which is crazy mm-hmm. that a, the youngest kid in the family who also has it himself has to yep. be the adult is mm-hmm. just by force is, is, is mind blowing. And, and yeah, truly like I'm, my heart's to you, my man. I, I like I'm 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 really I'm I'm proud of you in terms of that time yeah. and I'm glad to see where you are today. If anything, it's it's reinforcing that blessing that you have of getting to live your dream oh, to its fullest. 100%. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> but I you know, we, we, we have to ask the obvious question of what happened. What happens next in this story? So he got the lung transplant. It was two weeks in ICU, which was, which was rough. Um, but eventually his lungs started to take and, um, there's been a few hiccups like he, um, his, his body wasn't producing white blood cells for a bit. Um, and he, he went through a lot of different complications, but now he's, um, he's still thriving. He's doing well. Um, he's had, Basically, he's lived his entire life with 30% lung capacity, um, which is extremely difficult to do on the best of days, but he was still playing sport and stuff. Um, So it goes to show you how tough he was throughout everything. And now he's got a new set of lungs. Um, Everything's going well. He's got a good job. He's he's coaching football every day. He's doing what he loves and everything's good. I love that. I love that so much. Mm. I love that so much. Uh, but I got one more question about that situation. Yep. It's about you. Okay. I don't know too much about CF. Okay. Yep. Openly. I don't. Is there a chance in your current state, your current life, maybe in the future, that that situation could happen to yourself? Yes, for sure. Um, I've been so lucky to be born when I was because two years ago, um, in the July of 2018, amidst the lung transplant and everything, um, there was a research medication that hit the market. And because I was just on the, I had about 42% lung function at this point. So I was, I was getting down there. I was in, ho- in and out of hospital for a long time um, until this trial medication came out and they put me onto the trial. And within two weeks, my lung function went from like forties up to the nineties. And I started putting on weight and um, everything sort of came into place. Um, I ended up putting on 20 kilos because I was like 50 kilos, which is just over a hundred pounds at 19 years of age. Um, I was, I was sick. I was like visually sick. 
Um, but they gave me this trial medication and ever since then I've been on it and it's pretty much eradicated all lung problems. I still have to take, I still have to take the tablet while eating because my pancreas doesn't work. But, um, every day I take this little booklet of tablets, just two a day, two a day. That's, that's all I'm taking. I went from t doing about two hours of lung treatments twice a day down to two tablets. Way of life. Changed my entire life. Amazing. Amazing. Really, there's mm -hmm. some stuff I'll DM you. I can, I can. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's, it's my, my entire life got flipped at that point. And that's why after packs, I'm just like, all right, let's, let's do this. Go with it. I have the energy now. So you said you were 19 years old when you're, 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 you know, essentially you yourself are deteriorating too. Yeah. At that age, how, what was going through your mind in ter terms of, holy shit, is this it? Is this my mortality? Because the thing is, yeah. to be fair, in our youth, you know, and why I think I can, now I'm starting to see why you, you use the term old soul, because I think there's a lot of wisdom that comes from that kind of experience. In our youth, 100%. In our youth we, we think we're invincible. We think that we can fucking face the world and all the issues and we'll yeah. drink whatever, we'll smoke whatever, we'll do whatever we want. Mm -hmm. What was going through your mind at 19, knowing that, oh, holy cow, what's going on yeah. with my body? So in, I think it was May of that year, I was in hospital pretty much indefinitely. I was, I was in a really bad way. I was in medica medication every day. I couldn't make plans. That was my big thing. I couldn't make plans. I couldn't travel. I couldn't make plans for five years in the future. Um, I was too... I was in such a bad condition that I was just like, all right, this is, this is all I've got now. This is, this is what I have. This is the cards I've been dealt and I can't do much about that. I just got to do what I, what I can do. Um, which sucked. I was so disheartened with life in general. Um, and that, that was, that's probably my darkest period time period because I was just, I was done. I was done. I, I accepted the fact that I was just a sick kid. Um, but, yeah, thankfully everything changed. And amidst that, I was still, whenever I was out of hospital, I was still training five nights a week to be a goalkeeper. I was still playing high tier football amidst being admitted to hospital a lot, uh, amidst all this other stuff. I was still, I was still doing all I could to make something. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a very dark time. Or do you even just, you know, you, you say make something, what I hear is to even just have a sense of normality. Uh, oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Because, you know, that's not that shit. Again, that's not the shit that we signed up for at this early of an age. When we, when we hear hospitals, that's for the older crew. That's for, you know, when something tr crazy tragic happens and you hear it on the news, you see it in, in at headlines all over the place, and you never think that can happen to some of my family. You never think that can happen to you. But, you know, you're thrown into that situation. And I love that you use the term because it's a term I also use myself. You, you, you play the hand that you're dealt. You, that's it. All right. Yeah. And you accept that reality and you move forward with that. And, and I, yep. I, I feel a lot of strength in you, Crewy, through it. Um, I respect you a hell of a lot more in know, knowing that, A, you went through that, and B, you're willing to share that with everyone here tonight. That's, mm. that's, that's, an, insane, that's an insane journey yeah. at such a young age too, man. That, that should never mm. be... Um, overlooked. 
love that man. Pui, yeah. I would be doing a disservice if I didn't take a bathroom break and allow okay. those that want to react and reach out to you regarding this stuff. Um, and I know there's a lot of love being poured out, so I'll be back in a minute. But Okay, all the good. Flo the floor is yours. Hello, chat. I've had chat open. I've had chat open. Shut up. Go get Jin's gin. Go get gin. Yeah. Oh, cool. First interaction with Korea and um was in person. And for whatever reason, we had a combo that was deep enough to learn um all kinds of things uh to do with each other. Never even knew his stream till then. Uh the first stream I came to was his first stream after PAX. Lots of um there's a lot of reasons I keep coming back, but most of them are private ones that stem from that first conversation we interacted. Thank you, dude. Thank you. Hello, how are you, chat? How's, how's it going on? Pick me for VIP? Maybe I will, maybe I won't. You can't tell me what to do. Your inspiration, matey. Much love. Yeah, well, I've never, I've never, I've never said this on stream. I've never said this all on stream. Um, I've always been worried to do so. Because I don't want, I don't want people to be like, oh, you're trying to get viewers because you've been through shit. That's like the least, that's like the furthest away from what I'm actually trying to do. Um, but I thought today was a good opportunity to, to say it. So much deep respect that stems that conversation. Yeah, it was a real one. It was a real one. But no. I'll still shoot this shit with you, dude. You're still you. Thank you. Get on you, man. Yeah, it's just something that I didn't want to... I didn't want people to look at me differently, you know? But it just goes to show... People are always going through stuff, though. It's not like I had the worst experience in the world. There's people that have it a lot worse than I did. And look at me now. I'm fucking thriving. It's been good. It's been good. God damn, this, this conversation's been deep. Mother of God. We've been going through shit. Look at you. Nah, but like everyone goes through shit. You can't compare what one person goes through uh, to what another person goes through, you know? You can't compare that. Look at me now, 5'2". Yeah, okay, buddy. All right, Chief. You know how much I share that feeling? Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Brett. Appreciate it. You've said part of it, but I've um shown you that while I know I still treat you like the same six-foot dumbass. Yeah. Thank you, dude. That's mom's for you. It gets everything. Gets everything. Welcome back. I'm literally stretching and I can all I hear is, look at me now. Look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> Which amen, dude. Amen. Uh, I love that. I love that. Holy cow, Rui. Holy cow. And we're only halfway through the lifestyle. Do you have a Woo! by the way, I, I, I you're not gonna beat my longest interview, by the way, but you have any time constraints? I don't wanna I don't wanna you know, I wanna respect your time. Okay. I'm good. I mean, I'm just usually around uh, lands around you know three hours, three and a half. Uh, the yep. longest I think was five. I don't know how that happened. I, I think Why? so. I think so. We both blacked out. It was uh, also a midget, and we just blacked out. Oh, yeah. Too much to talk about. But I loved it. I loved every moment. But let me take us to an to the next segment. All right, which yeah. I think I think it's something. I, what I find so fascinating about like guests like you that can speak not just about the art of, of uh, content creation and streaming, but also the business side. I, I find that so fascinating. That's something that yep. I, I can't really talk to too many people about, I feel like, uh, because it's not even streamers themselves, because it's not the sexiest topic. And sometimes people feel like it's like, well, it's not about, and it's not, it's not, but it's part of the whole thing. Like you want to know if you're, you know, girl, 
a little bit. If if your head is in that game of like wanting to grow and and wanting to take it yeah. more than a hobby, it's a part. It's a big part of that at that rage. But that's the latter of that's the very last part of the um <clears throat> of the 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 story. Let's start from the top of your work history. How many yeah. jobs have you had in total? Um, uh, one, two, three, four, five, five, six, including the one that I'm in now. Okay. Jeez Louise. All right. Let's start from the top there. First job. How old were you? First job, 12 years old. What were you doing? I was refereeing soccer games. <laughs> Did you get yelled at a lot? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> How the hell did that? Okay, Omegle. How did that? How did that happen? How how did you take that as a as a twelve okay. year old? Just putting it out there. I've never been fired in my life. Thank you very much. But um, no, that was that was fine. I didn't really care. That the amount of money that kids can get from refereeing games is insane. Is actually insane. Yeah. How much? Wait. What do you mean? I was making like three hundred or four hundred dollars a weekend. Oh, what? At, at like 13. The hell? It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Which, by the way, you're, uh, you're 100%. They they're got your goat right now, all right? They are saying 100% Chatterino's open. You are just getting sucked in. I sent okay, you the notes. I, I sent you the before. notes. I sent you the closed, notes. Closed. Closed. Okay. <laughs> but no, um, that was my first job. I, I didn't mind it. Um, I quit because uh, I just didn't really like it anymore. Okay. I, I basically paid off my first car. Wow. via refereeing um and i saved from that since 12 how I long did that last my, my first car no you're well, the job sure. good job um i think i quit after f- three years okay oh okay four so you're there for a while and your first car, while, yeah. your first car was what a volkswagen golf there it is ladies there it is he's pulling up in a volkswagen golf it was trash it was trash at least Actually, you had a car all right it got me from a to b and that's exactly all exactly yeah. were, were you the yeah. kid in high school everyone asked for a ride no because my older sister wrote off her car when i was in 12th grade and used my car throughout that year to get to and from work so i didn't have a car okay damn damn yeah brutal. sucked yeah. sucked so all that work and then didn't even get to to, to be the all one that work and yeah didn't even drive to school okay couldn't show it off couldn't show that off so after that job you, you spent there for three years quite a bit of time mm-hmm. um where did you move on to um so i didn't have a job throughout grades 11 and 12 in in high school mm-hmm. um but as soon as i finished high school i started work at a cruise terminal i basically just moved bags and um eventually it got onto like cargo so i'd move like water and stuff on and off ships um, but it was mainly just bags, throwing bags for hours on end. You were never on the ship itself? No, no. Darn. Where was the, if I may ask, where were the ships going to? Um, there were P&O cruises. So it was oh. either to like the Pacific Islands. Some of them went Ooh. to like Italy and stuff like that. And you didn't um, even care to get on one of them? You weren't allowed? No, we weren't allowed. We could get massive fines for that. Uh-huh. Massive. Because it's an international vessel. Sure, sure. So oh, yeah, you're we, right. had to have the same, we had to have the same clearance because I worked at the international airport mm-hmm. as well. So we had to have the same clearance for both things. Well, I was thinking like at least they would give you like, all right, here you can do one free cruise and join us, you know, whatever, you know? Ooh, no, that, what? Im- that boss currently owes me like $25,000. What? How did that happen? They were the most 
scummy employers. They they like they treated us like crap, and then they would hire us out because we were contractors. So we they would hire oh. us out to PO for about a hundred dollars an hour and then give us twenty-two. So they would get so much money from us. But like they took away our chairs, they took away our fridge. We didn't have a break room. We weren't allowed on our phones at all. We weren't allowed to sit down during the day. It was just like you go there, you move bags in between cages, and then you go home. If you did anything else, you get in trouble. Jeez, and also the fact since your contract, they don't got to give you any benefits. Nope. If you yeah. if you um, there was a few people that went like, hey, we're getting under what we're supposed to be paid. They just got laid off. They just got no shifts. Easier. To they get weren't rid of laid it. off. Because they could, they couldn't just fire them because of that. Yeah, that's unfair dismissal. They just stopped giving shifts. Jesus, wow. But yeah, the company's about to go under, so there's like no chance of me uh -huh. getting that money, which is great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I was thinking even yeah, any legal. Yeah, there's no way. There's it's no way. Pretty, pretty rough. Yikes! Yikes! Well, you at least you get the last laugh in terms of you know moving on. <laughs> So you lasted there for how long? Um, I was there for on and off for like five years. Mm, wow. Holy cow. So, so I left last year. Yeah, Wait, I left what? last year. Just last year? Yep. So between 20, uh, 2015 and uh, 20, 2020. Yeah. Um, I think it was like December last year. I, I did my last shift, but in between then, like I moved to Melbourne and then they still gave me my job back at the wharf. Mm. Um, the, the good thing about that job was just the people that were there the, we were all between the ages of like 16 and 24 mm -hmm. and just all guys. So we would just talk shit all day while we throw these 30 kilo bags over our shoulders, by the way, chat or whoever's listening on the YouTube if you pack anything like uh, fragile in a bag going on a cruise, it's going to mm -hmm. be broken. It's going to be broken. That's a fun fact. That's a fun fact. Did you ever fun see, fact. were you part of the whole scanning crew where you could see if anyone was yep. sneaking in alcohol? Yep. Um, not, we saw a fair bit of alcohol. Um, alcohol was easy to find because it was just like a different color liquid on the x-ray machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The main thing that we would, the security guards wouldn't really pull us over for like, there wasn't many drugs that went through. People aren't that dumb. Yeah. Um, but like whenever the security guard went like, Oi, Curry, come take a look at this. It was, it was usually just like a 10 inch dildo or something along those lines. They didn't, they could not, you know, it's one of those things couldn't leave no, without it. Oi, Curry, come it. take a look at this. And it's just like a fist in the bag. And it's just like, ah, oh, fuck. And then it's a dude that come picks it up when they ask him to get it. Ugh. <laughs> oh, you know, I know your ass you're is... Having a, you're having a great time on yeah. that shit, buddy. <laughs> your ass is tracking that luggage down. You're saying, we got to see who's got this. We got to see who oh, the yeah, owner exactly. of the 10-inch yeah. dildo we'd it is. We remember them from the week before, and then when we put it out on the floor to get for them to get it, we'd see who picks it up and goes like, oh, okay, okay. Interesting. And no baby oil whatsoever. Wow, crazy, crazy. No, just raw dogging it. <laughs> Let's just hope there's some lotion in the bag. This man, holy shit. I would never, I don't know why I never thought about that as like, if you bring such a sus item, like the security or people. Everyone sees it. Exactly. I know it, it, there's never, 
Endeavor registers in my mind. Note to self: Don't bring <laughs> twelve inch. Don't, don't bring the t the twelve incher on the yeah. cruise, man. Yeah, could leave you could leave home. that at home. I don't know why. That's a, that's an at home kind of toy. I don't know why they're like, like a week. They're like week cruises too. You I couldn't know. go a week without it. I know. Derek, they, come they, on. They couldn't just play DJ here on themselves. I'm so confused. <sighs> and, a, and, a, and a cruise ship fun. is known, you know, to find yeah. to find some action. That's what it's exactly. known for. Exactly. You know, but crazy. Hey, from what I've heard, anyway. So, uh, so <laughs> from what I've heard, hey, 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 So, so you, you, you deal with that for five years. You deal with that bullshit for five years. You see yeah. your fair share of dildos, uh, and and you move on from there. So, you, you, you resign, or did you just not have any more shifts given to you, or how did that end? No, I resigned that one. Um, I did say, yep, this is my last shift. Mm -hmm. And they're like, all right, cool. So from there, I um I worked at um actually in Melbourne. I had a job for a week, and that was in 2019. Mm. I had a job for a week, and it was working in a factory. Um, in Australia, there's a website called Kogan, which is basically just like, essentially a ripoff of Amazon for okay. like cheap electronics and stuff like that. But I worked yes. in a warehouse, um, pick packing, which is basically you get a product. You scan it to see where it's going to go and then you bag it up and then post it. Um, I did that for a week and I would commute for about five and a half hours a day because it was about two and a half hours there, two and a half hours back because I didn't have a car. I would have to use public transport. So I was on trains. I had to get up at like 4 a.m. to oh. get to work at 10 because the trains would, if I missed the train, I had to wait an hour. So it's like, it was pretty rough. Um, did that for a week and then I said, look, bro, there is not a chance I'm coming in again. So I quit yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but then after the wharf, it was JB Hi-Fi, which is a, a, a electronic store. And I loved that. Why? I just loved talking about stuff I knew about. Because I knew, I know electronics. I know them. Mm. So when people come in going like, hey, I need a Wi-Fi range extender. It's like, well... Actually, you could have this and your speeds don't deteriorate mm -hmm. uh, like, a, like a range extender. And I could just talk to them about it for ages. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm dying right now because, as you're saying, I love technology. It's what I could talk about. It's my biggest passion. I just hear the crispiness of your, your, your wires that are... <laughs> It's like a, it's like, yeah, it's like someone's opening a fucking bag of chips in a movie it's theater right now. <laughs> the only XLR cable I brought from Brisbane is a 20 meter one and it is crackling. I hear Kogan sells uh, XLR cables. Is that correct? They do. They definitely do. Oh my okay. gosh. Oh my gosh. But you know, there there is something satisfying. And and what exactly did you do? Were you like a salesman there? Were you a customer yeah. service? So and, and do you see like there's something so beautiful about working in a place and and you know being a salesman, but being a salesman at somewhere that you know the topic, you are passionate and you love it, and you yourself yeah. are someone who who uses the product. I think that's a huge, yeah. huge thing. And so you stayed there for for how long? So I was a Christmas casual. So um, basically I worked 22 hours a week until January. Um, and then that was, that was pretty much it. They, they had to let me go because they couldn't keep me on for the rest of the year, which is good because COVID was coming up and, um, and I, couldn't, uh, I couldn't continue, basically. Yeah. I had to go in isolation. Because with CF, if I get COVID, I, there's zero chance of survival. 
it's pretty much done. Holy cow. Yeah. I didn't even get to I, think I, about I have it. a pre-existing lung condition that yeah. if I have something to exacerbate that, it's, it's, I'm gone. Yeah. Holy cow. So you took those, those, you know, precautions extra, extra to the highest degree. Like, yeah. I didn't leave my house for like four months. So, you know, with, with all of COVID and, and I mean, that's still something that's prevalent nowadays, especially, I mean, Melbourne yeah. over here is going crazy with it. How, how are you justifying your move now? Um, so Sydney has had pretty low cases and it's mainly community based. The area that I'm in, um, isn't, is it hasn't been a hotspot for a very long time. Okay. Um, and basically I'm, I'm trying to just stay within my little bubble, Good. um, between like work. I go to the coals near my house to get my groceries and then I'll come home and that's pretty much it. So with the job you're in today, what exactly is that? So I am a uh, content manager for Fresh, who is a YouTuber. Okay. And how did this come to be? Uh, pff, that's something I ask myself every single day. <laughs> Basically, it just came about through being at the right time at the right place. Um, like I already knew a few people that he was associated with. Um, and then he posted on Twitter that, um, that he was looking for people to join the team. Uh, I applied for that and um, Nicole, his manager, um, hit me up and said like, hey, do you want to go on a trial? And then ever since then, uh, it's been all systems go. Within two months, I've moved to Sydney. I'm working there full time and it's really good. What did that trial look like? Basically just, um, just helping the o overall production. There's a lot that goes into a, into a, a really large YouTube channel like his. So there's a lot of background, like idea farming. Um, there's a lot of, uh, like, like brand stuff and, and, and stuff that I'm learning over time to get better with. Um, but mainly that trial consisted of just like learning about Fortnite videos and challenges and, and little things that we can do to push the channel. So when you were offered this opportunity, no brainer, mm -hmm. I'm moving, I'm going, this is my dream. I yep. get to learn as much, you know, as possible from one, you yep. know, one of the greatest uh, over in that area. And, and then it's just, yep. so what's going through your head right now? You've been there for how long? Uh, I think this is my third or fourth week now of being here and working full time. And I still pinch myself at night. At night, I, after stream, I'll just sit down and be like, holy shit, like this is 10 years ago, I would watch people on YouTube doing exactly what I'm doing now. Like it's, it's crazy to me that this is how my life is. It's, 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 yeah, it's bizarre. Especially the trajectory of where you've been and what you've gone through and where you are now is yeah. what I want to, that's the story arc part, portion, I guess, yeah. seamlessly. Yeah. And so that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. And I, I see the thing is, I know many would ask, so what's next? You know, what are you, what's your goal with this? But I think it's one of those things where this is such a cool opportunity and it's such so fresh that mm -hmm. you want to really live in the moment. You want to take in yeah. as much. What's something that you want to learn when you're in that, uh, when you're working with fresh? Oh, that's a, that's a good one. I, I, the, <laughs> The quote that I'm trying to fixate on in my time here is something that Gary V said. He said, if you, the, the most valuable thing you could get is experience. 
So he he suggested like go to someone you idolize and say I'll work for you for free for six months. In an exchange, I want connections and experience. That's it. And that's sort of what I'm trying to continue into this. Like Fresh and his production are great. His team are phenomenal. But he has built so much for himself and he's worked so Oh, one moment, my man. Something, uh, you're frozen. I'm frozen? Yeah, there you go. You left off at, now you're good. You left off okay. at, he's worked yeah. so hard. He's worked so hard to build up the, the, to where he is now, that being in proximity to that will teach me so much about the industry. And it's such information that is so impossible to get that I'm so grateful for this opportunity. Like I, I just want to learn how, how his, how the, the team comes together and, and pushes this production every day and, and just how it all functions. And I'm learning that over time and I'm getting more yeah. of a, a breadth of knowledge about the industry. And it's honestly such an amazing experience. I love it. I'm so proud mm. of you. Holy shit. That's so cool. That's so cool, dude. Like you're, you're living yeah. your dream and you're learning from mm -hmm. one of the best. And, and you know, you, you, you took that leap of faith and you, I, I've been seeing lately on Twitter, uh, you know, without using names, I've been seeing a lot of content creators, a lot of streamers that are going all in. They're, they're saying, you know what, mm -hmm. to my job and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give this the old college try. I'm going to really put myself in this, in the shoes and, and try my best to make it full time. And, you know, statistically that's not in anyone's favor. It's not, it's mm. tough. Uh, it's yep. a saturated market. You really got to stand up or you got to do something that's never been done before or your work ethic. There's so many other marketing, all that jazz. Yep. Um, but to be able to, to, uh, to do what you're doing, to experience what you're experiencing, take that leap of faith, betting on yourself, essentially, yeah. is so amazing. Uh, and mm -hmm. and I, like, I, 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 I applaud you. I applaud all those people that I'm watching on Twitter that are doing the same thing because that's a brave thing. It's tough out there. It's tough it out is. there. Um, and, and it's not, you know, the harsh reality, something Brody said when he was on here, it's not for everyone. It isn't. It's not. It's not. And, um, and I... I, I do always encourage people to give it a go, mm -hmm. but it is it isn't for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, it's a very it's a very cutthroat, hard industry to get into. Mm -hmm. um, but if you really want to do it, you'll do it. Yeah, that, that's what I I say about everything. If you really want to do something, you'll do it. Especially that Gary V line. A, a lot of people exactly. they, they find they they find it like uh, if I'm not being paid, it's not worth my time. You know. And it's not all about the money. It, 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 you have to really be... comes in different forms. Exactly. It's not just monetary. Damn it, Cruelly. Damn it. Damn it. This man is a businessman. This man under... This man... <laughs> you get... You're, 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 you didn't got... You didn't have to go to business school, all right? I had to do this to understand even how to use... Uh, I, didn't, I don't even know how to Photoshop. I have to use, like, Canva and all that jazz. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm still using Microsoft Paint um, to make my, my ads and all that jazz. And you're over hey, here... it's working. Uh, well, well, well we, we could talk about that offline. Sure. We could talk about that offline. My bad, guys. I just want everyone to say it, it's getting a little blurry. Oh, you cleared up. There you go. I could see on, on my end it's getting a little blurry, but you oh, got sorry. it. Sorry, I, I probably moved a bit too much. You, <laughs> I don't know. It was kind of, I was getting worried that it's cutting in and out, but we, I think we've, I dang think it. Right. Okay, we're good. We're good. So 
I love that. I love that, Gruy. I think you know you've really you do. And, and again, I, I want to be able to to empower you when I say this and and reinforce what you're pursuing in life. You don't only have the chops for it; you got the mind for it. Like you, 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 you really do. And and it's you've given me all the compliments in the world in the DMs in my Twitter DMs, which won't be leaked, guys. All right, those are only between us. All right, <laughs> no shirtless photos either. I could promise you that. I didn't get it's access to the OF. But still, honestly, I, I, when you, you complimented me in this whole thing we're doing here, I, it's extremely humbling. But then as I talk to you about your journey and what you've done to get where you are and, and your, like, to start at such a, a young age of content creating. And, yeah, you know, we went through the, I would say, tragedy of deleting the channel and, and, and having to, to be shamed for what you love and what you, you're doing and trying to make that uh creative outlet and and difference for yourself but to see the glow up from that you know that i would mm. say that's a rock bottom in terms of content creation and then you hit this this peak yeah. well your current peak i don't even think that's where you're gonna you're only gonna nah, stop we ain't stopping yet. is we ain't that stopping yet. oh no one stops this train baby no one stops this train except if you live too far away and and that shit you gotta take a train to work which will take about six hours that will stop your train uh <laughs> exactly exactly but but hell yeah, dude! Like I I'm I'm so proud of you. It's 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 been an honor to to talk to you about your work. And again, I only say this all to wrap us us, us nicely to the next segment here, and we're gonna be talking about your romantic history, Crewy. All right. I know this is. Well, let's buckle in. All right. Such a huge topic for me. You you huge. know. I, I I let me open up with this first question. All right. Are yeah. you gonna deny the fact that you're a good looking guy? I mean, I, I've been told that a lot. I don't really consider myself a very attractive person. Interviews over. Interviews over. This is if we're not gonna tell the truth. If we're not gonna tell the truth, <laughs> like you, like I'm, I'm an average-looking bloke. Do we have a mod to put a poll? <laughs> Do we have a mod to put a poll, please? You know exactly what the poll is gonna ask. But oh, what I'm just saying here, crew, is like okay. Let's start from the top, all right? No more, no, no more pandering to, to, to the man that's lifting weights. He's wearing the sleek glasses. He's wearing the, he, he's going with this hipster Chad kind of whatever vibe. How many exes have you had in your life? Zero. Zero? Zero. Never been in a, a fully relate, full like relationship. Never had an ex. May I ask why? Um, I think early on, I wasn't really interested. And then I got to like 15, 16, 17, between 15 and 20, I was basically in hospital. So I didn't want to burden someone with, with being in relationship with me because I felt almost broken. Um, kind of like, why would, why would somebody want to be with someone if they can only see him in a hospital bed type thing? So yeah. that, that basically eradicated all romantic uh, involvement throughout high school and early college okay. uh, university. And then I got better and I just, I don't know. I had my focuses on other things. I've had experience. I've had like things, but um, so, some have ended badly. Uh, some people have tried to like manipulate me, which I've caught on to and it hasn't ended well. But like, yeah, no real, no real relationships. So, and I'm not going to go into the specific of these things, but mm -hmm. what have you learned through them? You know, through the manipulation, through the ugly breakups of those things or ending of those things. 
as much as it sounds, I I think it sounds like a douchey thing to say, but like not everyone is a nice person. People have ulterior motives to what they're putting in front of you, I guess. Um, it's just like, I, I just trusted people a bit too easily, I think. Um, because I hadn't had any negative experiences, I just sort of went into it like, oh, what's the worst that could happen? And it kind of ended up biting me a little bit. Um, but like, yeah, no, I, I just am inexperienced in that regard. Would you say right now you're emotionally and mentally ready to dive into that world? Yeah, I'd say so. Um, again, it comes back to balance. I'm, I'm working a lot. I'm working a lot. I pretty much wake up at eight and then it's go, go, go until midnight and then I go to bed. Um, so balance is something I need to work on for sure, but it's something I, I, I really want to get into, I guess. No. What would you say you're most attracted to? What's your type? I think it's more a drive thing. Interesting. I'm a very driven individual. Yeah. So if I see someone that's driven, I'm like, oh, that's cool. That gets my attention. Um, but then it comes down to just being a good person, holding a conversation. That's a big thing that doesn't really... I mean, holding a conversation about real topics, not just small talk all the time, that's, that's a big draw. But yeah, type, I don't really have one. I'll allow it. <laughs> I'll allow it. Hey, I feel like a judge saying that one. So, you know, with, with you know, moving forward, is mm -hmm. the goal, and I know this is not for everyone, but is the goal marriage? Is the goal a family? Is the goal, or are you more of someone who doesn't believe in that? What, what are we talking? I definitely believe in family. I definitely believe in it. Um, I haven't given it much thought, really. Um, I guess when I find someone that, I, my understanding is that when I find someone that I want to have a family with, it'll all become real. But at this stage, like it's it's not really on my radar to yeah. think about. I mean, you're. So I feel like young. I'd be open to it for sure. Mm -hmm. um, but until uh, when I have a when I find a person that I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna spend the rest of my life with this person. I'm gonna know. Mm -hmm. uh, coming from a religious background, especially going to like a Christian high school, do mm -hmm. you do a lot of your peers? Are they already wifeyed up? Do they have a family? I feel like that's a very common thing in the the faith where a lot of people get married early, and yeah, there's one of my friends that's already married. He got married at 18, though. Oh wow! Um, he's a very devout Christian, so him and his him and his wife um, got together very early. But like, not really. Mm -hmm. A bunch of my friends have had long-term relationships, and at some point, I was the only person in the friendship group to not have a girlfriend, um, which sucked. But yeah, no, no, nobody's really rushing to sort of get anything done. You know, you, you mentioned having things and never having something official. Mm -hmm. um, does loneliness play a big factor into your life? Yeah, I, I'm a very introverted person. I'm an extroverted introvert. So, like, I'm an introvert, but I know how to extrovert myself in the right circumstances depending on the social situation. Um, 
I just think loneliness for me, especially in Melbourne, that was the loneliest I've ever been. Um, there was some points that I just felt like I was the only person that I could, there was like no one I could talk to really. And I know it was, it probably wasn't true. I could probably talk to like my high school friends and stuff, but at the time it felt like, wow, if I talk to someone about this, they're just going to tell me to harden up and get on with it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I think there's a stigma about men talking emotionally. I think I wrote about that. I was like, it's bullshit. I think streamers coming out saying they're lonely too is a bit, has a bit of a stigma around it because people be like, Oh, you talk to people every day. Like it's your job to be social, but like there's a difference between like off stream social interact, like real social interactions and streaming. There's a, there's a separation there when you don't see anybody for like months at a time, you can stream every day, but still feel lonely because you haven't seen anyone. Is that something you've been battling since COVID? Yeah, during COVID it was rough because I would I would see my family, yeah. but it's not like I could like sit down around a fire with a beer and talk to my friends. Yeah. It's not like I could go out and like go to a pub or something. It was very very isolated. Hmm. I'm kind of now blending this romantic history with mental health a little bit because i'm so fascinated by this by pursuing this a little bit more mm-hmm. would you say you love yourself mr crewley getting there i wouldn't say i'm 100 percent there yet but i'm getting there what do you mean you're getting there what what, what what's debased self, you self-esteem issues from the get-go because i was really really skinny like if you see a photo of me, even like my first clip when I started streaming, uh, like 2018, whatever it was, before PAX, I looked like a completely different person because I was 25 kilos lighter than what I am. I was really skinny. I was really pale. Um, I still am now, but it's just like I looked sick, so I felt sick. It it was it was very much so self it crushed my self esteem completely. Um, and it's taken a very long time to sort of get over that, but I think I'm starting to get there. Mm. With the, you're, you're mentioning looking sick and that's more of mm. like a physical, like you could see yourself, you know, when yeah. you, when you see things about your past, it's hard not to equate that as identity or even possible future. Yeah. And you say you're getting there. If I may ask, and I'm more so asking for myself than anyone else, how do you love yourself? How do you, how do you? It's a very personal thing. It's a very, very personal thing. I think me going to the gym and sort of getting bigger has helped because my body image has gotten better. Um, But I think that just doing, I know that what I'm doing now is what I want to, I've been wanting to do for the past decade. And that sort of helped me go like, hey, I've done, I've set out what I've wanted to do in life. This is pretty cool. Um, but it is a very, very personal thing. It's different to, from person to person. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a tricky one. Yeah. Holy cow. You're, you've blown this out of the water, my man. You've blown, <laughs> you're, 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 we're two segments in. We got one more to go. And you've completely blown this out of the water. I'm so I'm so proud of you. There's hey, nothing to be nervous about. I told you. I told you. 
It's the first time I've ever spoken about myself. So it's just like a nerve-wracking situation. And how is it so far? How do you think you're I doing? I loved it. I loved it. It's been but great. I'm glad. This is exactly, you know, this kind of space I find so so special because it's like, again, I'm a, I'm a boomer. All right. I'm a boomer, Narmi, uh, oh, N.A. Please. No, well, uh, no, this is, I'm not even like, this is not self-deprecation. This is just by definition. And so I've, again, I've watched you and I think it's so, I really want to underline this and, and be able to, to speak to you from across the camera and across the world. Like I've watched you and I remember early COVID days, I watched your content. I saw this guy who's just having fun, who's just talking. And I felt very small. You know, I had, I wasn't streaming. I was very new to the platform. I didn't know how this thing worked. And, you know, seven months later, here we are. And I'm getting to hear, and not just myself, all of us, your own community that's getting by here, mm. are getting to hear the story that you've been hiding or, or keeping to yourself mm. for, for however long you've been streaming is yeah. is such like i feel any word i use to describe as honor blessing whatever is overused and would undersell this man like it's you mentioned the you know this channel being special for what we do but it's again the guest the person's story that's so special because you can't recreate this this is original by its own right because you yourself are original and special and 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 i just want to like congratulate you my man like i'm I, no, if I, you, if I were to quit, if I were to hang it up and be like, you know what? I've had enough story, you know, talk for, for a career on Twitch. I'm done here. I'm going to go find a nine to five. I would still watch you. I would still want to be a part of your community because of how amazing of a person beyond. And again, this is so important to say beyond the camera and Twitch and overlays, my man. And so I am going That's to follow your career. Like I am excited to see you grow and see where else we can take this. This is so Thank cool you. to that, do. That, that's actually huge. Thank you. And the thing is, I only I, I, I say this all as we segue to the last. And when I say last, it's a haymaker. I have no idea what these people <laughs> in the chat have been typing. But okay. we're going on to the community questions here. All right. We have one last segment, and then I got a couple things before we, okay. we parlay this over. So let me refresh it once. And holy cow. Wow. Okay. All right. There's a lot going on in here. Oh, let me scroll to the top. Again, Krui, you, you have all the right to either answer it or skip it. I have no problem. Okay. All right? Okay. And I'm yep. going to read these and let's just see what's going on here. All right. Let's do it. First question written three hours ago. So clearly from the top of the hour. Wow. Okay. All right. This is your moment, Crowley. This is your moment to, to silence the haters once and for all. What is your real height? Six foot one. Is there any way we can measure this? Why don't you get a measure? Is there? Why can't you? I don't have a measuring tape. I don't have a measuring tape. Oh my goodness! Six foot I one. I am six foot one, chat. But why are they telling me? Because it's the chair. I think it's the chair. The chair is very high. Uh huh. So I think, in comparison to the chair, I look small. Uh, I'm I'm like all torso. My legs aren't that long. You have a, so you're saying you got a long body. I got a long body. Yeah. Okay, I can see. I think a lot of swimmers have that. I I believe I'm, I'm mistaken, but 
I don't know where this comes, where this short thing came from, but it's been plaguing my chat for the last year. This short propaganda. How tall is your chair? I have no idea. Oh, it's the IKEA goodness. markets. If someone can find if it, you can, if you can, Simon find that, and then we'll have him stand next to his chair, and we can shut this down. All right, we can get this down. We can I guesstimate it. IKEA yep. Marcus. Anyone got that? The IKEA Marcus. All right. This is the hot take. This is the one. This is the gotcha question that we've all been waiting for. All right. Uh, I have a deeper voice. Oh my goodness. Uh, while someone has that or finds that uh, okay. in the chat, let's go on here. It says, um, "Give me streamers that inspire you, both big and small." Let's do one of each. Or big you, and small. Big and small. One of one big streamer, one small channel. If you need three, we could do three, three, whatever you want. I'm just gonna be simping for my friends, though. Shoot them. Um, I I would love to hear them. Okay, as much as it pains me to say, because he's gonna he's gonna bring it back up. But Brody has been a fucking big brother to me on the platform. Um, he rated me when he had 15 viewers. Um, and I've used him as an example of what I want to be on the platform. Um, so Brody for sure as like the big streamer because he's a big big streamer now. Um, and small streamer, um, uh, probably Charlie. Probably see a Charlie. He's doing everything right. He deserves a lot more than he has. Thank you. He deserves a lot more than he has. Thank He's you. He's doing everything right. He loves doing it. He's got a good community. His content's great. Um, I think it's more of a situation of when, not if for him. Um, because his audience is out there. His audience is out there already. They just need to find him. That's the only thing. Getting out there is, is the problem with these Twitch streams is because it's such an undiscoverable platform that the people that deserve the viewers don't get them. Um, but for sure, Charlie here. That's awesome. I, I've said that through and through, that Charlie is mm -hmm. one of the most... Like, when I had the opportunity to write about him, he was like... I, I even openly said, I was like, I was all but ready to tab out because I didn't get it. But you give the, if you give a streamer more than that average 35 seconds of you know, the initial impression... He's a streamer. He's a streamer. So talented. And I love his intro. Oh, my gosh. I, 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 I sometimes just want to see the pixelation. And he's a genuinely good person. Yep. yep. I talked to him off stream. He's a good, he's a good guy. Yeah. And very and that's, smart. That's, they're, the, they're the people that you want going forward. This has just turned into a simping for Charlie stream. This is Let's I know. For Charlie stream. And the thing is, I'm all here for it. I, I, I love the man. I love yep. him so much. Um, to be, bring it back to the chair, they said it's 140 centimeters, which wouldn't add up because that's 55 inches. So that's all right. Stand there. Okay. Interesting. So let me calculate here for you. 55 divided by 12. That means it's four feet. Uh, can you move to the, move it to the back a little towards the piano? You in the, you in the chair? Okay, so that's four and a half feet. Interesting. I can give him. I can give him six. I can give him six. You're definitely. You're definitely. One, six one. Six, okay. Now no, we're pushing. I uh, get six one. If it's not raining, I'll give you six one. But. <laughs> but I get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could give you that. I could give you that. It is true. That is a very tall chair. That's a very super villain chair. But Thank I'll you. give it. All right. On the record, guys, he's six one. All right. You heard it here. All right. Changes Tinder bio. It's 6-1, ladies and gentlemen. It's official. It's official. 
Oh man, this screen is way too bright. Um, so let's go. Uh, here's some more just just statements. Um, why do you pull so many women? I don't. It's a myth. Okay. Uh, why are you a sex icon? Who who's come up with these questions? Are you sexualized a lot on your channel? Yes, I am. In what way? Are they like trying to say like they're trying they to think I'm a piece of meat? Can you give me an example of something that's been said to you? No, it, they just sometimes they get a bit carried away with the with the thirsty comments, and it's just like I don't I don't want my chat to be over. Like a, a few thirsty jokes are fine, that's great, but when the whole chat starts to get involved with it, it gets to start being a bit old. I see. Is that? Do you know, like, I'm going to play devil's advocate, okay? Mm -hmm. Some people say, like, I'd rather be in a position of being simped for than insulted or shamed on that. Do you feel that, like, is there, like, when people say, what, take it as a compliment, do you find that, yeah. how do you react to that kind of reaction? I'm getting both. I'll get a simp comment, and then the next comment will be like, you're short, uh, dickhead. Ah. Oh, that's a lose-lose. <laughs> that's it's just loose, loose. i get the the best of both worlds yeah. no it's it's i it's something that's been a lot more prevalent amongst the community in the last year than any than before um but yeah it happens it happens sometimes that a person will come in and just be weird um but i'm not there for that i'm not there to just i don't know be a piece of meat on camera i, I genuinely want to just hang out I would be remiss to say that I was also told even before this stream about the whole abs shirt freeing your body thing. That was a, I don't know why that was a big deal, but it happens once clearly made an impact on people. There's one of those things where I think they, that's where I, I believe they said to me, I wish it was a Twitch clips rewind kind of thing like that YouTube does. And oh, I think man. you would be the featured video. I believe that was what was said. I don't know. It's crazy. It's crazy. Anyways, Oh, wow. What a question. How big is your PP? There's just you. What is it? What is it, man? Can you just give someone your LF? and get meat, chat. I'm not a piece of meat. They can't have Human enough meat. of this. Uh, but here's a here's an honest question. All right. Here's an honest one. It goes, OK, James, you know me as your one. And, OK. 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 So the, the intro is bad, but the question's good. <laughs> it goes, okay, James, you know me as your one and only daddy, but my question is, who is your idol? Who is your idol, the one person you looked up to for the inspiration for you to start streaming? Syndicate. Tom Cassell Syndicate, um, his YouTube. It's mainly his YouTube. Um, and then I watched a lot of Death Ridge. He, I, I'm not sure what he goes by now. He changed his name. But in, in like my early Twitch days, I watched a lot of Death Ridge, who was a, who was a Minecraft streamer. Um, yeah, Syndicate would be the, the number one. I, I'm not sure what this one's asking. Uh, how is Danny Crewy? Who's that? This is Danny. Danny DeVito. Why, the he, why is that there? What is that? What's the backstory of Danny DeVito in your room? Well, I did an Amazon stream where I gave Chad $1,000 to buy random crap on Amazon, and that's where Danny came from. And since then, he's been my constant companion. Um, he scared me a lot because he was at the foot of my bed for, for a solid three months, and every day I'd wake up and go, ah. But now he's just looking over my shoulder being my guardian angel. It's great. You're, you're taller than Danny DeVito, right? I'm much. Danny DeVito's four eight. 
joking. I'm joking. Ten, I, that one was pandering. Is and a boo. So oh. that could be Halloween, Danny. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, I love the setup. All right. Um. Oh, again, for those that weren't here for it, uh, what socks is he currently wearing? Simpsons donut socks. Wait. Simpsons donut. Simpsons donut. Ooh, those are good. Um, yeah, they're great. Okay, now you're just getting shit. I'm not going to read you these. I'm not going to read you these, all right? These are just roasts. Chat, keep your dick in your pants. Come on. Oh, no, these are now roasts. They went cute nose pimple, and then they go more about the socks. We've covered that. I am just going through these, baby. Uh, oh, perfect. Great name. Uh, question. What was the origin to each of Crewy's names? No better to Crewy or any others. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. So the original was um, my YouTube channel, Essenite, which is a, a, a mineral that I just liked the name of. Um, and then I made a Twitch account and I didn't want to use Essenite because some of my IRL friends knew that name. So I'm like, nah, I want to make something completely different. Nobody knows about, I'm not going to tell anyone about it. Um, so I made Ozenite because I'm Australian. I just kind of changed the prefix. Yeah. Um, but that didn't mean anything to me at all. Mm. Um, so I changed it to No Better TV when I was a Fortnite main because it sounded edgy and cool. Um, but the, the name came from, um, from a rapper called All Day. He has a song called No Better. And I really liked it. So I made my name No Better. And then it got to the point where personality was the main thing on my stream. So I thought, I may as well make it crewy because that's what people have called me my entire life. And that's how we got here. Nice. There it is. I like it. There it is. I do think it's clean too. Crewy TV. That's nice. If I can drop the TV, it Facts. would be absolute aces. But Facts. until then. I agree. I want to drop the online, but I don't know if they'll yeah. let me just have moms. Um, That'll be tricky. That would be actually difficult I, to get. I know. Not impossible. Well, yeah, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Um, I know you kind of shared upon this, and, and maybe mm -hmm. for those that weren't able to hear it, what's your favorite moment when streaming? Uh, yeah, so there was a stream December last year where I got blackout drunk, and at the end of the stream, as I was signing off, people were people start they started with gifting subs, um, and then it got into like wholesome messages, and I got wholesome messages from about 25, 30 different people in chat, and I completely broke down. Um, but that was a really, really cool moment. This one's uh, some affirmation for you. All right, so we'll, we'll, we'll get a little bit wholesome for a moment. It goes, I know this is a question, or I know this isn't a question, but we don't talk. Oh. Oh, interesting. Okay. I'm going to read it verbatim and not try to interpret it. Um, okay. I think it's a lot easier. I know this is a question, but we don't talk anymore and have gone our separate ways. But I just wanted to say how incredibly proud of how far you've come with your streaming. You're such an amazing person who deserves everything you've managed to achieve. And I know uh, for a fact you'll keep hitting milestones and progressing too. I'm also still so thankful for what you and your community has done for me. Spooky, a.k.a. Bougie Nectarine Girl. Can you explain to me that's who that nice. is? That's nice. Spooky is an old member of the community. Mm. Um, we don't really talk anymore. Uh, we work things out, but we don't really talk anymore. But like, yeah, the fact that she said that's really, really nice. Really nice. 
Thank you, Spooky, if you're still here. This is one of those like royal rumble moments where you never know who's gonna show up and it's just Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love like, this. Who's next? who's next? Exactly. Uh of course, loaded question. Um care to explain the Wink story from Jibif last year? Uh Pepe La Tea Time. JB Hi Fi. Um, so basically, uh, in my like second week of working there, um, I was, I was walking into the break room and I was walking past a coworker and as she was walking past, she kind of gave me that like upwards nod, like, Hey, how you going? And I didn't really know her at this stage, but I gave her like a wink. I kind of gave her a, just like a, a little one and it, when it is made that ever shit. It's not, it's not appropriate. I've never done it before in my life, but I did it in this circumstance. And I stopped after that and went, what the fuck did I just do? And the worst thing is, is that her wife also worked at the store. So they probably talked to each other and told the entire, all the other staff that I winked at this woman. It wasn't even like a just like a, an exaggerated wink. It was like a subtle, subtle wink. It's always, ah, it's even so weirder, even weirder, even weirder, oh, dude. Wink. You're so weird. Weird. Who winks? And, who winks? Exactly. I'm a winker. This is such a Seinfeld bit right now. <laughs> so we're having a moment. 100%. It was just, it's so embarrassing. And the fact that I had to, had to work the rest of the day, like beside her. It's terrible. Terrible. Wait, uh, uh... I didn't really get the closure of this. Was she uncomfortable or was she? I was. I walked straight past her. I didn't talk to her for the rest of the day. I don't know how she interpreted it, but I interpreted it as me being a fucking weirdo. That is fair. <laughs> that like, is. Completely fair. Yeah. If, some, if, if I walked past someone and they gave me a wink like that, I'd be like, well, I'm not talking to that person ever again. Yeah, where's HR, dude? That You are a liability, my man. All right. Second week, too. Second fucking week. Listen, man, I know. Well, you know what? At least you're three weeks into working with Fresh. Let's just hope you don't wink at him, all right? Let's just. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah, please, please, my man, please. Um, This is always a question that comes up with almost every streamer I've had this. Who's your favorite okay. mod? Smile. Who's my favorite mod? That's a loaded question. Of course it That's is. That's like asking you who your favorite child is. All of them. I love them all uh, individually. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll take. No, hey, I'll take no, it, man. No, because they have power over my stream. They do. You're right. You're if right. I you say don't... something bad. They're gonna be like, "Well, I'm gonna change his title tonight." <laughs> Don't shit where you eat. You're right. Don't shit where you eat. They're all my favorite equally. <laughs> um, here's a good one. I like this. How much has moving to Sydney changed your stream, atmosphere, mood, etc.? Or is it too early to tell that for yourself? Good question. Um, it's changed the fact that I don't have spare time anymore. So I feel like I need to balance out my life um, and maybe change stream schedule. I, um, I think maybe a, a change of stream schedule might help me out a bit. Um, but ultimately, it has, it's made me more motivated to stream because I'm surrounded by success, if, that, if that's just a way of putting it. I'm surrounded you. by all of these people that have made such an uh, uh, almost like an empire for themselves 
that I want to strive to be like, uh, to be one of them. So I'm going to try harder in my own stuff, given the knowledge that I'm gaining by working in proximity with these people to sort of push myself further. You believe in the whole mentality of working for a legacy? Yeah, for sure. 100%. I still rem remember um, Yodi Slayer, who was, um, who was a, uh, a, a, zomb a, a um, Call of Duty Zombies YouTuber. Loved his videos. Loved it. He played with Syndicate a lot, but he passed away. He, he was in a car accident and passed away. But he always has his memories on that YouTube channel. I go back to it every now and then and watch some of his videos because that's his legacy. That's what his kids... His kids have uh, have those memories and all that, all those videos there as a as a memory of him. And ultimately, at the end of the day, I want to create a bank of all these memories and all the best years of my life because these are the best years of my life, but but bar none. So I want to make a bank of all these all these memories so that further down the track I can look back and be like, oh my god, this is how good my life was. Follow up question to that, Mister. What's your legacy? What would you like your legacy to be? That's such a tough one. I think I think I'm too young to answer that. Okay. I think I'm, <laughs> yeah. I think I'm I, I'm still working it out. I I haven't exactly decided which way I'm going to go and how I'm going to shape the 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 next few years of my life, which will be ultimately the most formative years of my life. Um, will yeah, be these true. next few. Um, so I think I'm still trying to work it out. I haven't got a full grip on everything yet, but once I do, um, I'll have, I'll, everything will fall into place and I'll know which way to go. I'm excited for it. This is going to be a fun ride. It's people like yeah. you that make me want to stay on this channel or like stay on this platform. Aww. No, honestly, like so far it's honestly all these guests, like I sit here and I was about to dip after the fifth show. To be honest, We weren't supposed to have this many. But you guys are so like passionate and, and like you said, it's kind of it's, it's a different version, but it's like I'm surrounded by people that are successful. I'm watching you guys and I'm hearing you guys and, you know, from where you came from and what you're doing now and where you possibly are going. It's, it's very low key motivating even for, all, you know, again, we're told, especially in my culture, you know, we're old. We don't got to we're supposed to be looking at people that are older. But when you see these young guns that are doing it and doing it better. You, you, we take notice and I, you know, you throw respect when res respect is uh, earned and, and by you know, so many folds, you've done that. Like fresh is 18. I did he's not know that. I did not fresh know that. 18. That's crazy. Like he, he's built such a platform for himself at 18 years of age. It's crazy. Good on him. Good on him. Smart kid. Yeah. Smart man. I'm not even going to, let's go with man. Uh, to change up a little bit of the moon. We're going to roller coaster. Okay. Such a youth pack. Okay. Uh, ask him, ask Krui to give Danny DeVito a little smooch. What is, is that a fan fiction? Is that a fetish? What is I guess this? so. Okay, go ahead, guys. On the head. On the head. No way. Oh, well, wh God. where else did you want me to kiss him? Where do you normally kiss people? I feel yeah, like that's... That's, that's, uh, you're like, uh, yeah, I'm about to clip this for Danny DeVito. I'll be like, look, this man wouldn't even give you a kiss on the fucking mouth, but it's fine. It's fine. Um, Mate, if he comes to my apartment, sure. 
Someone send Don't that to him. Don't threaten me with your time. Send, them, send that to him, please, please. I'm down begging someone, please. I'll do whatever it takes. I'll clip it myself. Fuck it, I'll clip it myself. Um, Okay, this person is just so rude. Moms, I didn't pay attention. Redo, redo, redo the whole stream. Okay, thank you for that. Um, Who said that? I don't know. This is why, again, they feel so powerful with with uh, a complete uh, anonymity. I don't know how to say it, guys. It's like anonymity. that. Thank you. It made me feel like that one uh, Finding Nemo. Anemone, uh, and 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 yeah. You get it, crew. You just get it. You just I get, get it. it. You get it. I feel yeah. Um. Whoa! Holy cow! Okay. <laughs> Good you question. Guys are, stop submitting weird questions. Well, this one—it's just I say holy cow because it's such a range of emotion. Like you get the kiss, Danny DeVito, and then you get a question like this that says, "Truly, how do you know when you truly love yourself, or is it a consistently improving thing?" Consistently improving. I don't think you can stop and be like, whoa, I love myself today. It's sort of something that you chip away at for a very long time and it constantly grows, constantly. Oh, yeah. I, I, it's like, for me, it's like a relationship. It's a, it's a daily commitment, you know? Yeah, you, you, yeah, yeah, you can't just be like, oh, man, you know, I'm going to love myself next week. Who knows? You know, it's crazy. It's like, I think it as, oh, I could get up early, go to the gym and have like energy and, and, and do whatever, or I could sleep in for a bit longer. It's like making those decisions mm. are what's going to, to affect your entire day. So it's little decisions that can make a big difference in how you, how you feel about yourself that day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Not a question, but thanks, Crewy, for making one of the best communities I've been in. And thanks for being an older brother, like figure to me. Thank you so much, Art. Oh. Yeah, I see it's the, it's the, uh, we get to the wholesome side. This is where they, I love, cause you know, early on they get, they see the, oh, we can ask them whatever questions they get weird. They get aggressive yeah, yeah, and yeah. then they hear your story and then the tone changes. Cause then they understand a little bit of you more. And I, yeah. that's the beauty. I, it happens every time. And it's, that's why exactly. I'm kind of, I have to, sometimes I force myself to read some of the weird ones because it's like, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta allow for the, the change in pace. You get to, you know, you get that hot, cold kind of feeling. Like yeah. brownies and ice yeah. cream. Um, yeah. All right, we answered that one already. Uh, sorry to do this again, moms, but more of a statement than a question. But James, dude, you, the homie, keep doing this shit. You are living your dream. Keep moving forward, you sexy dude. <laughs> That's Is a it lot. too much? Ah. Uh, <laughs> and you have an, uh, a tiny Asian man from across the world reading these nice things to you. <laughs> to be alive hey eh? what a time to I be know. alive this is this is what we come here to do um oh all right let's see what this is about i mean you again a little bit loaded would you ever date another streamer with their them understanding your lifestyle as a streamer yeah i'll date another streamer for sure <clears throat> um i feel like yeah other streamers know how much time and effort you have to put into um streaming as a craft yeah. So they would understand better than a regular than a regular person. Um, but I feel like once you get into the content sphere, you're more likely to wind up with someone already in the content sphere than not. Hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Because like, look look at how many couples are both content creators. Because they understand each other. They understand the grind. They understand how much time and effort goes into everything. Yeah. True. 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 
Bets that Carly will get married before James. Oh, wow. Very high. All right. That one. Uh, when is the OnlyFans coming? When somebody reaches the, the channel points goal. Will you at least, I know we talked about this at the top. Will you at least commit to free, uh, hashtag free freeze the abs? can't agree to that i'm not gonna give it away for free listen guys i'm trying my best to work for you guys all right I'm, i feel I'm like i'm a negotiator on a paywall okay okay Behind a paywall. we'll see we'll see we'll see um who oh oh i like this one who are you most thankful for in your life crewy and let's do it outside of family ah that was gonna be such an easy answer god I know, damn it i know um Shit. Shit. That is such a rough one. Um. God damn, that's outside of family makes it so much harder. I want to cheat and say my friendship group, but that would be cheating. One person. Yeah, no, I'm drawing a blank. Can I just say my, my friendship group in high school? Okay. Yeah. Because they, they literally did change my life. They did. In what way? Um, because they, they were just accepting, I guess. Because I'm not... I have interests that, like, not every person wants to, like, stream and play video games for a living. So, like, it, it's a bit different, and it's completely different to what they're doing. They're, like, engineers and stuff. Um... So the fact that they were so accepting of what I wanted to do with my life and not really not judgmental at all, mm -hmm. um, it, it changed everything. Because I, I didn't know anything else other than like judgment for doing it. So if it wasn't for those boys, I don't think I'd be where I am today at all. Hey, Crewy. Uh, why do you yell at chat so much? Thank you for your kind answer, sir. I think it's just... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's just how I've evolved into into uh, into talking on stream. I have a stream of voice. I do have a stream of voice. Like when I'm off stream, I'm not yelling all the time. I swear, <laughs> but it's just the way the way I've sort of grown, I guess, mm -hmm. into my own sort of content creator. Mm. I'm loud. Yeah, I feel for my neighbors. That's what I was going to ask you. How are you able to yell and be as loud well, as you are? Yeah, I'm in an isolated room right now. So my living room is behind that wall. My bedroom is behind that wall. So I share oh, no good wall stuff. with anyone. How above and below? Um, above and below, there's there's a thick layer of um, of uh, whatever it is, ceiling, and then it's suspended. So really, I've got two ceilings, then a brick foundation of the apartment, and then they've got their floor. So really, it's pretty soundproof. Well done. That's the best. No, that's a great situation. Yeah, really. It's it's the most ideal situation. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you you truly like, and I'm not even trying to shit on you. You are pretty loud. Like you're a loud oh, person. One hundred percent. And I just I figured that is part of your bit. That's part of your character. That's part of who yeah, you it's are. Just, yeah, it's just how I've sort of grown into it. You also loud in real life. Can be. Get me drunk. I'll be loud. All right. See you in two years. Uh. So we got <laughs> we got here. In your journey, you have met quite a range of people with a range of their own life experiences. 
Have you been surprised by some of the stories and experiences that people you have met have had? And how have these different experiences and stories had an impact on your own journey? Wow. That's a good question. I've met a lot, especially on the internet. I find that people on the internet, um, most of them have some sort of backstory as to why they why they go into streams and lean towards uh, watching streams and stuff. There's some people that have been through so much in their life and they're still good people. And they're the people that like I look up to as human beings because they've been dealt the shittest hand possible. And yet they turn around and they're a good person. They're not nasty about it. They're not a dick. They just have gone through that and have grown from it. And I do feel like, like tragedy Tragedy and and hardship make a person mature quickly. So there's some young people that are very mature um, for their age because they've been through a lot. And the internet is a place where there's a lot of lot of people like that. A lot of people like that. So you got to be kind to everybody because you don't know what people have gone through in their life. Um, but there are there are specific people I won't name them, but that have inspired me because of just how they hold themselves after how much they've been through. Oh, completely changed the tone of a question. <laughs> will, no, well, not that one. This one, will Kruwi be my e-boy uwoo? All right. I'm a grown Who man. That? Again, you... it's anonymous. This is part of the game. All right, this is part of the game, what we sign up for. I don't know why, you know, again, sometimes I have to evaluate myself and I'm like, I, I also would love to make this my life. I would love to make this a career. But I also have to realize I am a 27-year-old man who, that is reading stuff like that to a 22. I, no, I, t I told you in DMs. I'll tell you again in All public. Right. Shoot. This is the sort of show that Twitch needs. Uh, to Twitch read needs a <laughs> an adult? I'm being serious. Twitch needs this. If they find you, they'll, they'll push you 100%. They'll... We'll see if <laughs> I, I hope that, Mr. Crowley. I pray that too. But more about you. More about some questions for you. What's wrong with All Star? It's such an annoying song. We heard it a billion times. It's not a great song. I don't know why my chat loves it so much. We're talking about somebody wants something. Yeah, it's an alright song. song. It's, not, it's not a bad song, but it's not a good song. It's you don't go hmm 2004 what song came out at oh all star no you, it's just an average song that that is only a meme because shrek is associated with it and it's yes. not allowed on my stream wow that's this is asinine honestly agree that that this is probably the cancel part of the show that is insane i even i would say not bad it's not bad dude it was, it was all right <laughs> in the on the radio but it's 2020. It's time to leave All Star behind. <laughs> oh, hi, Pete. Thank you for the gift to All Star. <laughs> we have Happy, to. Some, some random person's going to be coming in here. I hope they have the Shrek emotes. I can only pray for that. Um, we're bringing it back to another wholesome moment here. It says, hey, Crewy. I know this is not a question, but thank you for being an amazing person for me to look up to. You have helped me through the worst and I look up to you as an older brother figure. I'm proud of you, Chris. You know who. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Oh, 
Here's something I'll put you on the spot. Favorite BTT B emote. Oh, I like this one. The BTTV emote. Probably right now. See, I like weird ones. I like Tri-Fi, which is just like a weird, it's a weird Wi-Fi try-hard combination. Oh, um, yes. I've seen that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just hit, It just tickles my funny bone. But ultimately, I think Omega Dance But Fast is is probably my my number one right now, just because it has so many uses. Boy. It has so many. For example, what what are the uses for for that? Well, you it, it could be like you're making you're making sure something is taken as a joke, so you put that at the end. Or if something funny happens, you just spam it. If if you want, um, if you I don't know. It's just like if something good happens or if you're laughing at someone, or if you're laughing with someone, it's just a joyful emote altogether. Mm-hmm. It's like good. That. Here's a little bit of a, and I would also like to know how to deal with this because I think this is something that oftentimes content creators, YouTubers, YouTubers, I'm sorry, do not have a good job doing or dealing with. So okay. the question is, how do you deal with uh, rumors and accusations that are said about you off stream. Oh, I've had a fair few of these actually. A fair few. Um, ultimately, I know, I know they're not right. I know they're not true. So it's just like you have to get over it. It sucks when someone you think is like your friend or something is spreading it. That's the worst. But ultimately, at the end of the day, they're rumors. I don't really give a fuck. It's, it's gonna happen either way. If if you're putting yourself out there in any way, shape, or form, there's gonna be people that want to just like, oh, well, you know what he did, you know, just make up shit or like spread rumors and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's gonna happen. True. We have another one saying here. Thanks for letting me be part of the nicest community on Twitch. Yeah, you're oh. an abs- You're an inspiration to us all, and I can't wait to hear your experiences in the industry. What been your favorite part of your new job so far? Love from Lockie. XOXO. Oh. This is a toughie. I think it's I think it's the learning aspect of it. Because I've been fascinated with with YouTubers and stuff like that for a very very long time and seeing how they work and how everything functions <laughs> in like a real sense because you always see the end product, but you don't see what goes into it. And like how how they are behind the scenes and the business that goes on behind the scenes. I think the learning aspect of it is is my favorite part. Um, but like even being in the office with these people, like Fresh, Lannan, Molly, Tanner, Brody, everyone, like Lucas, Liv, all the all the staff are, are phenomenal human beings. So just having that being in a job that I could only dream of with people that are fantastic people. It's, it's great. It's a great, great experience. Uh, we have here, James changed my life and made it a lot better. Saved me in a way. I appreciate every stream. Hope the best for him. Can't wait. to. So yeah, I've never been able to process compliments that well. So when hearing this stuff, it, it, it hits home. It does hit home. And I think it's really important, like, uh, humor, specifically roasting the streamer, is a, you know, it's commonality for a sign of respect and love, but it sometimes does weigh a lot. Like, you know, they can just keep saying the same thing, it gets old, and you get annoyed, yada, yada. 
So to have this other side and this other opportunity to to be like, hey, actually, like as much as we're gonna shit on you, like, yeah. thank you. Um, yeah, that's the stuff that hits home the most. Like when when people, the people that give the most shit are usually the ones that care the most. Yeah, and especially like you know we we've mentioned our loves for going live and streaming in general, but they see it as well, or this person or what I'm reading and how I'm feeling about it is like they're able to express their gratitude of something you may see as like a passion and love and not that hard or whatever, but they see as like, holy shit, he's giving me time. He's giving us a community. He's giving energy and love. That's huge. That's huge. That's irreplaceable. That's stuff that can't be quantified by any stats uh, on the back end. Here's another one here. Hey, Krui, do you think if you could go back and change something before you started streaming, what would you change and why? Asking Ify A. Not really, because I do think the experiences I've had to date are what shaped me to be the person I am today. Um, if I could change anything, I'd probably just start sooner. Don't piss away my time as much as I did. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Holy cow. Um, <laughs> even I know there are some things I just do some not things. read. There are some things. Mr. Gruy, I've told you, you are the only one that gets it behind the scenes of me telling you. I work, I, I work for the guest, all right? I work for the guest. I protect the guest at all costs. So if there's a question that even I'm not willing to read, sorry, okay. man. It's, it's, out the it's out the back. Send it to me in DMs, though. Oh, damn it. Uh, I'll write, I remember it for, uh, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll send it to you. I, I remember it. Um, here comes the James. I need another drunk stream. I need to cry like a bitch. Please. Oh God. Yeah. I have a habit of every time I get really drunk on stream, I end up crying. Well, it's, it ends in a good way where it says smiley face. Hearing all that on the last stream really made me emotional smiley. So it's not like they're <laughs> shitting on you. They're just. Oh, no. Uh, it's yeah. always a wholesome thing that makes me cry. Mm -hmm. It's not a sad cry. It's a good cry. Okay. Here comes another one. Also, I just wanted to share that while James says he's not a lazy man, wait till you've seen uh, him with tequila shots. Or wait till you've seen tequila shot, James. Apparently, that's a new, new person, new character. Yeah, look, tequila and me. Tequila sets me off. I don't know what it is. But tequila, I don't know. It, get, it gets me really riled up. I'm not sure why. All right. Gets me really drunk really quickly, and I'm an energetic drunk. You have a PO box, right? No. Oh my gosh, I was gonna say, guys, send them. You know what to send them. All right, you know oh, what to send them. Lethal. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, what scares you most about women? Is it a self-esteem issue that scares you away from them, or something else? I think it's just uncharted territory, really. Um. It's scary. I don't know. I've never had anybody like depending on me too much. So to be in a relationship and have someone that like, I don't know, is, is very, very close. It's, it's new territory. So I'm not sure how to deal with it. And that's scary to me. And let me run through, I'll run through a couple more of the, uh, Yo, Krui, I look up to you, except physically, because I'm taller than you. I uh, IRL love you from Charlie. You know, that's what we get for being nice to him. 
That's what we Okay, can. but Charlie's shorter than me, so you know, half of that message is really wholesome. How tall is Charlie? Five eleven. Two inches, Charlie, never forget it. I'm five eleven. Don't smile at me. <laughs> All right. Um Um Here's a couple more wholesome. I feel bad because it's like, okay, let me make you a deal, all right? I need to, I need to go pee one more time, my man. I need to go pee one more time. There are, yeah, go for it. Go for there it. are a handful of questions. But I'll shoot you in it. Give me like 30 seconds. I'll be, give me a minute. Yeah, yeah, all good. Take your time. Take your time. I've opened up chat again. Hello. Mainly wholesome ones. There's supposed to be questions. Oh, you're 5'11". Yeah, you are 5'11". Don't you forget it, boss. Hello, how are you, chat? I can actually see you now. Pog, big pogs. Hi. Oh, shut up, Mog. How you doing? Big fans here. Big fans of you guys. Big fans. Huge. Whoever sent that message that he's not able to read, who the fuck was that? Who? Which one of you was it? And Kyle, I don't appreciate the tequila one. Thank you. Love learning about you. Yeah, I've actually spoken about myself um, for the first time ever. And it's been, it's been, it's been interesting. Definitely interesting. How bad could some of these questions be? Pretty fucking bad. Pretty fucking bad. He said he's protecting me. Who's said some weird shit? I don't know what the weird ones are. Me too. Like, what, what are you protecting me from? Faye, was it you? I said something, Lamau, might not be a question. Oh, God, Amelia, what did you say? What did you say? Sup, Hyfe? How you doing, bro? He's protecting me, might not read mine. What did you say, you binge? I'm just crying for my message. Aww. I'm glad, you, you, glad you're smiling. I asked for All-Star. Of course you did, Les. Of course you did. When's the next drunk stream? Never. I'm, uh, I'm straight edge now, so I don't drink. So, unlucky chat. I'm protecting <laughs> you. I'm protecting you to answer your question from gotcha yes. questions. And there are a couple that I have already skipped to. It's gotcha questions where I know... I think there was, it was, it literally, I, uh, like, this concept came when, maybe it was Brody when he did this, but I, I realized as an interviewer, I was like, there are some weird questions, I'm, again, that are fun, and there are some that I feel are more of malicious, and yeah. that's where I don't draw, I draw the line, because the, if the person's willing to be here, I'm not going to put them in a spot where they get it. I'm, I'm, I'm keen to see what they are. Send 100%. them to me off stream. Yeah, oh no, 100%. Yeah, I got, I got a couple. Um, here's some right here. Uh, not a question, but I just want to join the wholesomeness and say that I'm stupid proud of you. And you've helped me grow in so many different ways. And your story is so inspiring. Uh, love you load. Puffy Cheeks. You know who this is. I assume Puffy Cheeks. Yeah, that's the giveaway. Yeah. That's the giveaway. Thank you. Thank you, Soph. Appreciate it. Yeah, I, I, I didn't notice it until now, until that was brought up. You look like you're playing Chubby Bunny, for one. It's kind of nice. <laughs> it's interesting. That's <laughs> too mean. I don't know. <laughs> Pinchable cheeks. Pinchable cheeks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, very, very. This man is smuggling marshmallows out of the convenience store. Uh, <laughs> there's swallow your food. All right. We're having an interview. <laughs> no, yeah, all right. I'll, get, I'll, I'll get to that right away. Just too many, too many jokes. You could tell that I was, I see again, that's the all guys high school mentality. We were raised in the streets yeah. there. I've learned how to bully by being, being the victim itself. <laughs> so that's exactly, exactly. It's, it's, it's a curse. Um, 
forecast says you'll mod me soon. We'll keep working after that. I have no idea. Okay, Mikey. Okay. Um, I couldn't even imagine what this is. As much as I should talk about your mom and your hide, I actually really love the community and I'm proud of you, James. What? Too far, too far if you got to go for someone's mom, in my opinion. All right. Keep them out. My point exactly. Keep them out, dude. That's so, come on. That's yeah, that pie, Carly. Yeah, that's lazy. That's lazy, guys. Um, geez, Louise, I cannot. I am not like it's all these very wholesome things. I can't. I can't stop. Thanks for helping me through probably the worst time of my life. I'm grateful to have a good friend like you, and I'm super duper grateful of you, Jimmy Chongo. Art P.S. Fuck you, LMAO. Jeez Louise. I love it how it's wholesome and then it has to go PS, fuck you. Yeah. And then they ask something like, tell me, tell him he's the worst for starting the BDSM meme. Thanks. <laughs> How did you... There's so many inside little jokes here. Yeah. I, I'm familiar with what BDSM is. How did you start the meme? Are you now? Huh? Interesting. Are you now? What? That's... I mean... Okay, maybe, maybe you need an interview, mate. Okay, okay. It's not that I'm into the <laughs> the culture, all right? I'm not over here. I don't got leather in my closet here. Right? Just chill out, my man. Chill out. Hey, mate, it's 2020. <laughs> got you feeling all crazy right now. <laughs> Am I allowed to sing that? Is that, that might be copyright strike, guys? MK. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, shoot, shoot, shoot. Um, what was the question? What's up? What was the question? That wasn't even a question. I mean, how did you start oh, the meme? Oh, uh, about Carrie's, Carrie, the Carrion in chat, Carrion. She has these massive biker boots with like spikes and stuff. So I, I said that those are the boots that she steps on people with um, because she practices uh, BDSM stuff. Mm. And that's where it came from. Damn. And nice. her chat have picked it up and run with it. So I'm very happy. Awesome. Um, I like it. I like it. I'll read a couple more, and then we'll, we'll go on our way, all right? For those that I haven't read, I will screenshot these to him, uh, and he yeah. can have it in the DM. No, yeah, I, I screw up. It's either I get through them all, or I, I, I'll screenshot and say them. Yeah, yeah that yeah. needs to be a new thing. I don't know why my, you know, dumb, dumb bubblegum brain doesn't allow me to do that. Here's dumb, a couple. Dumb. I don't I've been hanging out with some too many kids here. I'm so sorry. You're right. It's way too, it's too much. No, that was awesome. I'm going to use that. It's all yours. Um, interesting. Okay. This is a long one. After drunken 2 a.m. conversations at PAX 2019, where we learned some extremely deep things about each other's lives, I still stand by my statement that I would be with you all the way to support you and see your community grow. Keep it up, Crewy. It is a warm and fuzzy moment for me. See you forming deeper connections with your community and the content community at large. Oh, God damn. Um, all right. Uh, one more. I here. just when you read these ones and you're like, all right, yeah. 
I'm trying my best. This is you. That's you... exactly what I say when I read chat on a daily basis. Just like, yeah, all right. All this right, is this yeah. is not a world that I'm familiar with. You are by far the uh, the first. Yes, I've had to really vet this meant this hard for question oh, one. Dear, I've never had no. to. Yeah, there's so many like there's some that just repeat, and I'm just like, all right, you can enjoy that in your personal time. I'm being called short. But there's 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 the ones I'm just like, holy cow, where is this even? I'm going to ask you in the DMs what that you're going to have to explain to me some of these ones. All right. All right. Last one here says from Daddy Longlegs. Hi, James. I know I haven't been around for a long watching your stream, but thank you for everything you taught me. Uh, you, thank you for everything you yeah, taught me to start enjoying life and appreciate the small things. It really means a lot to have someone to tune into after a hard day at work or school and know I'm not the only one thinking if saying this. Um, but a lot of us two heads are thankful for everything you do. Aww. There it is. He's a... Here's the thing, Mr. Crew. You you still have a lot more, and again, it'll be a simple what three screenshots. We'll get you know get into yeah, the yeah, DMs, yeah. but I think it's a test a testament to how much um you're appreciated on this platform, how much that you bring value to to all these lives from around the world, not just the OCE community, but but I mean you're coming into the NA, you're 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 going out and abroad, and it's and and now you're you're being able to live a dream, and and you know wherever life takes you and whatever it may do um i think you're a success like no matter where you go you're this is this is i know you're at a very young state in your life but again having to to battle what you do and having to claw your way out of these you know, these feelings that you've had whether it be through insecurities through through health uh, complications through family complications with health um all of it all of it, man. And the culmination to see you where you are, um, healthy and thriving is, it's something that's so awesome, man. It's so, it's, it's, thank you. It's humbling. That's, that's huge. There's a lot of hope. I think that's the thing. It's like, sure, we can talk about how hope is, you know, it's, t I don't want to just live on hope. You know, I don't want to live on mm. hope makes the, the old man saying is hope makes a great breakfast and okay lunch and a terrible dinner. Because you can't keep having it at the same time. But, you know, when, when we're able to look at you and, and, and how you're managing your community, but also managing your personal life in terms of, of work and aspirations there, um, it's very, it's, it's you know, I, I have the deepest respect for that. I'm, I'm again, Thank you. young professional, my, young professional. I've I've been a little bit around the block, but to see what you're doing oh, is great. Oh, you're young as shit, mate. Eh, my knees hurt. My knees, my back hurts. I I literally my some back of the, hurts. Some of the the things I'm stretching off cam when I that's why I can hear you talk a little bit. I'm just stretching. I I don't really gotta go pee that much. All right, my bladder isn't that tight, so it's just just need to, you know loosen the legs a little. Oh my goodness! Yes, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But here's the thing, Cruy. All right, we've spent what roughly f three and a half hours here. All right. So wow. you've, you've ran the gauntlet. But the thing is, these interviews are not free, all right? And so for your time, I need you to do two things for me. Do you have the uh, chat open up? I do now. 
Can you tell me, you know, pick a name of someone who's watching right now that isn't Ooh. myself, a VIP, I mean, uh, yeah, current VIP or a mod, anyone, it's your pick. Guess some spam in the chat. I want to see some names. I want to see some names. That actually makes it really good. True, true. Give it to... Like a concert. Holy cow. Oh, my gosh. Free James's arms. Dear sweet Jesus. You know what? I like the name Apple Orchard Thief. Apple Orchard Thief. Hey. I like that name. It stuck out to me. I saw it. It's that. All right. Thief. Yo, Apple, since I know your ass is here, you know the game. You've got VIP now for this channel for however long you got it. But the thing is, the thing is, you got to choose um, someone. This is where I would love the mods did this, but I'll do it. I'll figure it out. Let me copy. Damn it, mods. Come on. It's fine. It's fine. You know, these guys, I just, I pay them so much. No, I don't pay them at all. I'm sorry. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> um, Apple, yo, here are the VIPs. I'll spam it. Pick one, and we got to replace them. We got to get rid of them. All right? They're out of here. Oh, They're done. God. Party's over. Apple, you have to murder someone. Yeah, you have to. In cold blood. I do the, <laughs> There's been a moider. All right, Apple. Any, I, 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 I oh, damn. Don't worry. Yeah. They, they're not even. Now Apple's on the fence. I know. Well, yeah. Don't be a rotten apple, all right? I need you. I need you to come through. I need you to pick one. Thank you. Poor, disgusting. Disgust. Don't, don't yeah, egg me. Yes, I'll be here all for one more day. I got one more show. <laughs> Who is it, Apple? Who is it? You're, you're thinking too hard if you have to. Uh, how about normal? Hey, there it is. All right, you got it. There it is. Nor no mortal. There it is. It'll be changed by the end of this stream. Thank you so much. And the one more thing you could do for me, Cruy, as always, I've asked this from every guest so far. It, it was a, somewhat of a new concept. I know Meg mentioned she was like, he never mm -hmm. asked me. And I was like, you're right, because I, that was like a later, I think literally right after a show is when it came up with the idea. Um, but you've gone through this experience. You've been here for three and a half yeah. hours, gone through the gauntlet. Who would you like to watch on this show, streamer-wise? Okay. I've sent her a message just to clear it with her because she's a very busy woman. But I'm going to nominate Avery, who is a friend of mine from Canada. She's a very successful streamer. Um, she mm. said she's keen to come on the show. Um, so, yeah, I want to uh, – I'm keen to see her run the gauntlet. Perfect. All right. And you know what? Because It's funny because I, I also got uh, – Meg had mentioned – uh, her as well and, and i watched a little bit of her stuff and and i am a fan she's she's fantastic so just for you know uh, kicks and giggles i'll let's shoot the promo all right it's wwe style i'll look right in the camera and as always here we go ready let's see i, I need the character it's always this is just called lazy uh edit like i don't want to you know make a whole video of this so i'll look right in the camera and say this yo yo yo, yo miss uh avery i am mom's online hello hello you, uh, this is another episode of Inside the Streamer Studio. Our guest of honor here is Cruy TV, and we've reached the segment of the show in which I have the guests nominate someone that they would like to see run the gauntlet with myself and the community here and learn about your life story both inside and outside of Twitch, and your name came up. So consider this a formal invite. If this is something you would like to do, if you have the time, I'll hit you up on Discord, on Twitter, whatever it may be. But but I would be humbled to have you on here in the studio and learn about you. 
Anything you have to say to her, Mr. Crowley? Don't be a pussy. Do it. There it is. Sure and sweet. Done. <laughs> All right. And scene. That's for that later. Yeah. I do that. I do that to remind myself. All right. Clip that area. Um, yeah. Dude. Holy cow. Crowley. Thank you so Loved much. Loved it. That it's, was awesome. Well, you're not done. You got one last segment. You think it's all over. You think it's over, but we have one last way. I end the show the same way every time. Here's the thing, Crowley. All right. Uh, originality is always hard to find uh, on Twitch and content creation and, you know, all, all the above. And this show is not different. Uh, it came from a television show called Inside the Actor Studio, where a va- very, you're familiar with it? I've heard of it. It's an American show, so we didn't get it over here, but okay. I know all of it. Good enough. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, you are one of like three that do know what this is. But what happens is this man, James Lipton, late great James Lipton, for 23 years would have entertainers all over the spectrum, actors, actresses, comedians, all of them would come to his studio, and he would get into their life story as well as, the, as, well as their discography on, uh, on, on, on all the content that they have done. And so as an homage uh, to that show, I always end this, uh, this segment, this whole thing, uh, the same way he has as well. And he's asked all of his guests the same 10 questions. Um, there is a little bit of a rule. There's two rules. One is I will not talk uh, throughout the whole thing. I won't even react. I'm going to wait for a moment of silence and we'll move on. The second thing is that uh, just keep it to one phrase or one idea, all right? So it doesn't yeah. have to be one word. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a paragraph. Just idea it, all right? Yep, done. Are you ready, Mr. Crowley? Yes. All right. <clears throat> all right. Question one. James. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite word? Invigorating. What is your least favorite word? Regret. What turns you on? Passion. What turns you off? Carelessness. What sound or noise do you? Waves hitting the beach. Sound or noise. Cars driving by my window. What is your favorite curse word? Oh, fuck. 
right now, clown. That I'm. Um, that's a, surely a curse word is the internet like how it's meant to be said. I'm going with clown. What profession, other than your own, would you like to attempt? Musician. What profession would you not like to do? Broad category, but just a nine-to-five desk job. And lastly, Rui. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive? You did well, kid. I may not be God, but I could say the same thing for you being Mr. Crowley, thank you so much. You killed oh, it. You killed it. Thank you. I love it. That was it. awesome. It's, it's amazing seeing people go from, I'm so nervous. I don't know what, you know, I, I, you know I'm sweating to, you know, where they are yeah, now. Well, that just comes down to you being, being a host that eases people into, it's a comfortable stream. It's very comfortable. Good. That's the number one thing. That's how we it's, get them. Yeah. That's how we get them. That's how we yeah, get them trapped. That's how we get the good kind stuff. Kind of. Kind of. I'll be honest. <laughs> it's it's. <laughs> I I've said this over and over again, Gruy, and and you know I I'll let me talk. I'll, I'll I'm trying to. I have so many thoughts going on in my mind uh, that I want to say to you, but it's crazy to me that kindness and wholesomeness and candor are exclusive or new brands on the internet. Because it's so much of toxic. It's so much of, you know, I'm going to lower you to raise myself up. And so to be able, that's really, you know, there's a term in business called um, being a uh, difference maker. What is the term? Disruptor. It's called being a disruptor. And when you're a disruptor in a market, you are original. You are against the tide. And so you have an opportunity to be something special. And that is what, the whole concept of this show is to be a disruptor on what Twitch, I mean, Twitch is known. I, I love this place, but it does have a bad rep as being somewhat nasty as somewhat yep. toxic. It does, and, it does. and and we've seen it time and time again. Um, but with you, Crewy, you know, where you've gone in life, what you've done and where you're going. I, I'm so proud. Of, I'm so pumped, man. I'm so pumped. I can see Thank it. You. I can see Thank it. You. And, and I, I would encourage you if there's ever a time you want to talk, uh, I, DMs are always open at please, and I know this is this is something I actually really want to talk to you about. I have such an issue with I have these amazing conversations with amazing guests, and then mm -hmm. it's a personal thing where I have a hard time going back <laughs> to their channel quickly because you have such an intense, intimate moment for for yep. hours. And so part of me is just like, okay, I just don't want to, you know. It's kind of like seeing each other naked. You're like, oh man, I don't, you know, I'm looking the other way, this and that great analogy but i i will say this there's a that's the whole reason i made a new show which is which premiered yesterday the network it's literally to bring back reoccurring guests and give an excuse yep. for me to pander so i would love to have you on there uh when your schedule permits of course 
Um, Let's do it. But most of all, all business stuff aside, we could throw we could literally throw this out the window and say that honestly, and not, <laughs> it's not even cruelly anymore. It's Mr. James. It's been such a pleasure this evening, and it and, has been. I've loved it. Honestly, it's been really refreshing. I'm. Oh my god. I, it would be, and it would be my complete honor. I hope to to see you one day, and I will fly down there, and 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 it's happening. grab it's a drink. Happening. I'll buy. Let, I'll, show you, I'll show you how to drink like an Australian. As long as it's tequila, deal. Done. <laughs> Done. Is there anything that you would like to say to everyone before we go our separate ways? Uh no. Thank you for the people that that stuck around for it all. Like that. That's awesome. Um, no. Just thank you for the opportunity to come on. Such a cool, such a cool, unique thing that you've got going here. And honestly, it's got, it's got so much potential to be a massive thing on this platform. Like you see where Raj's shows have gone. Um, the Raj Patel show, now the, the Austin show that had the same sort of beginnings. Um, it started small, but as soon as people caught, caught wind of it, it blew up. That's the same thing that's happening here. As soon as people catch wind of this, it's going to blow up. It will. This is exactly what Twitch needs. They they need they need shows like this, and I I really think you're you're starting something special here. Too kind, too kind. I I really do appreciate that. That's something, you know. And and I I'd love to talk to you more about it later off stream. But yeah, for sure. it, it's definitely uh you know going through the motions of doubting yourself and doing all this and and you know i am i do love what i do and i know it does take a lot of work and that's why i gotta limit how many days we do this show um mm. and even off cam i mean on cam the emotional drainage of just like holy oh. cow you leave it yeah. all on the table um yeah but it's one of those things where i don't think there's anywhere else in life i'd rather be right now learning about you so Thank you so much, man. I'll hit you up and literally give me 20 minutes. Um, yep. But thank you so much, crew. We have a great night. All right. Or thank you very afternoon. much. Thank you much. All right. Much. Man. Have a good night. Dude. Peace. Have a good one. Am I just ending this call? Yep. I just. Brilliant. We Catch just... you, everybody. Love you. Bye bye. Have a good one. Too kind, guys. Holy cow. I. Oh, man.